It's only me. It's only the Kimmer the Kimmer Show podcast now. I fear Wednesday, Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, 2022. With Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Uh, in fact, holy crap at sports, I'm guessing later. Already today. did. Already, oh, my God, Already man. Already did. And I have an apology for both of you. And Lucas. Uh, to uh, us or from us? To us. To, to, uh, to I us. I apologize in advance. Well, all right, go ahead. I ingested a can of Hormel's chili con frijoles last night, <laughs> and I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm just so kidding. for the rest of the day. While <laughs> I was doing my podcast this oh. morning, there was one point I was like, I gotta leave the room. Is that with beans? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, see, that's you know, never no Every chili, once in no while, beans. Man. No, <laughs> you no, gotta no. have it. No, that's uh, yikey yikes. <laughs> anyway, holy crap! at sports uh, is uh, the greatest uh, sportscast podcast in uh, the country. Uh, and did you have the Aaron Judge news by then? I did. I oh, did. We'll just tease it real quickly. Holy moly! Uh, I guess it's. I the expected him to go back to New York. That was that was a tease with the Giants yeah. and the Padres. Yeah. He, he played his cards right. He, he bet on himself. He took a great chance. And I tell you what, he had, if he had, had the greatest year. year in the history of offense. He did exactly what he was. I thought he was always going back to New York. Yeah, I thought nice. they, I, frankly, I think that's less money than I thought he'd get. So I figured he'd get $40 million a year, and he damn near did. Nine years, three sixty. Yeah. What, what's that going? It's thirty-six or seven, thirty-eight million a year or something. I think. Uh, but that you know, good for him. But I can't sure. imagine he's going to have nine more good years. The worth thirty-four no. million. You know, not so that. Not that. that I, I assume it's not guaranteed, right? Does that mean that you know, if they if, oh, if they, sure they can guaranteed. cut him, in other words, so even if he, if he, yeah, it's baseball. I'm sure it's guaranteed. So even if he, if he just gets old and pulls a hammy and he never recovers, he's going to get his more money Albert for thirty-nine Pujols, more yeah. years. Oh my God. Uh, you know, well, they, it's like who is the picture of the uh, uh, the guy who got like a 20-year contract. Mike Hampton comes to mind. No, no, no. The, uh, the famous, uh, who, who's the elbow surgeon guy? Tommy John or somebody. Didn't he get like a 20-year contract no, and never no, pitched again? No, Tommy well, John. Well, there was somebody, like a very famous Strasburg got a big who, contract. Who, who paid him for years after but he, he, he was He gave going. him the World Series, so they can't say anything about yeah. him. Anyway, well, I'm, uh, congratulations. Right? We'll, we'll talk. i got a couple more sports things here a little bit later on. Uh, and the mechanical mangler flounder at the controls with uh, Lucas the podcat, who's up in the window and <laughs> guarding the place on a cold, drizzly, kind of wet. It's actually uh, warm out there. Christmas. It just got a little warmer. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really bad last couple of days, and it just, I've just today's First day in a few days, having worn a coat, a jacket. Was so. there a fog up here? Because I couldn't oh, see. Yeah, I couldn't see anything across the street this morning. I, I didn't even put my flag out till eight o'clock, eight thirty or something, because it was it, it was almost pitch black. When I uh, got, <laughs> I, when I got up this morning, I got up at three, so I, I left here three forty-five. I took a right out of here just because I didn't want to go down the foggy way and hit yeah, a deer or something. I mean, I couldn't see. Uh, it was very, no visibility yeah. whatsoever. And it still is in some part, but it's just you know it's the front that came through or whatever, and it, it is warmer. So obviously there was a, a, some kind of warmer front that uh, came through here. Uh, speaking as a non meteorologist, uh, okay, all right, we got uh, uh, and again this is Wednesday, December seventh, uh, Pearl Harbor Day, uh, podcast number five oh seven which is uh, hideous in its own self. Um, and um, okay, obviously the big stories the election. You want to start with that, or should we do some uh, regular? Uh, that's what people want to hear. Them okay, they well, want to right, hear. We'll, we'll start it with that. Uh, okay, first this of all, the, the result, and then some personal stuff. Uh, okay, Her- Herschel Walker. Uh, 
lost the election. God bless him. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I, I, you know, the one thing I do want to know, I mean, there are a lot of reasons for it. We, we all have opinions of which were, were the most important. I can think of four or five right off the top. But I, what I want to know is what the percentage is of the turnout of potential Republican voters in Georgia who actually went to the polls. Don't, don't blame the voters again. This well, is on minute. the party. Right, this hold is on not a the second. voters. Hold on a second. Well, uh, all right, but that's the way of blaming the party by saying if you can't get the voters to come out. That's the party's that's fault. That's the party's fault. Well, we're going to get to that. But again, now people are either got the party, this the candidates. This was a record turnout. Uh, okay. On the other hand, you can, I am still ashamed at the fact that you, when you realize the only reason we have a country is for the right to vote. The reason we had a revolution is so we could determine our own future by deciding on our but own. But it's always what we been thought. this way. Uh, I, I, but again, it's important to realize this, and nobody gives a crap. You know, we're sloughing it off like, well, it's always been this way. But that's the point. I'll bet you the turnout was probably forty, maybe forty percent, which means sixty percent of the people, yeah. uh, which is uh, which is horrible. I think the turnout in, in, in most countries is 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 eighty. Uh, I mean, it's, un it's unbelievable. Well, they're forced to by gunpoint. Well, but still, I mean, it's just, it's all shameful. I'm giving up. I, I, I'm just, you know. Oh, it's I, over. I, it's it's over. over. We're screwed. It's, it's done. It's over. If We're it wasn't state for and a Republican governor and the legislature, which could be changed by the next election, <laughs> this state would be completely lost. Yeah. Well, and you, we got to realize we're the minority in this state now. Well, think, think about it. But, there's uh, Democrats. There, there's yeah, more of them than right. us. And uh, I mean, the fact, well, okay, first of all, uh, uh, who do you blame? Who who's it? The party. What are the, okay, what do you mean? And what what was wrong? And what should they do? No, the Republicans can screw up a, a one man pool party. I mean, they can <laughs> screw up anything. And what we've done here, and we've set ourselves up for two more years. And I'm not a Republican. Never have been. Never will. But if Trump runs, they will not win again. And I love Trump, and I love what he did. But. Everyone he backed here lost, and everyone who didn't get close to him won here in this state. Right. And he's got to win Georgia to win. Right. And he's not going to win Georgia. They've just proven that. And the Republican Party here is obviously inept and can't get— and they've, they're going to split the party again, and it's going to be another disaster in two years. And the only hope they have, the only hope all of us have, is Ron DeSantis. That's right. That's the right. only hope uh, we have. Well, when you look at the, the, as, as I understand it, the facts are these. <coughs> Donald Trump endorsed two statewide candidates, a state, not, not local, you know, a, a district councilman or something, but two statewide candidates, lieutenant governor and senator. OK, uh, Trump endorsed Burt Jones. Burt Jones won, but he won by the lowest percentage of votes against a Democrat than any other Republican in the state. Yeah. And the only other statewide candidate that Donald Trump endorsed was Herschel Walker. The only, and he lost. In other words, the two candidates Donald Trump endorsed here underperformed, and the candidate he endorsed, another celebrity he endorsed in Pennsylvania, got creamed. And I mean, it's just, go go right down the freaking line. Well, and there's a people on both sides of the aisle that all you needed to do was run a regular run-of-the-mill old Republican, and you would have won. Okay, then explain David Perdue losing uh, and yeah. Kelly Leffler losing. Right. 
Right. Well, again, you, we have to stop nominating candidates based on demographics and fundraising ability. I mean, I, I don't know. That's the exact opposite. <laughs> the fundraising is the problem. Well, uh, OK, but that's not the candidate. That's the party. Again, well, of course, uh, the, the Democrat Party spent one hundred and fifty million dollars yeah. on wife knocker outside money. One hundred and fifty million. Uh, 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 Herschel got 50 million. I know. Well, it's Mitch McConnell, too. Mitch McConnell. Who was against right on every, down the line. Every Trump, the Republican parties shoot each other in the foot, and they're doing it on purpose now. Yeah. The McConnells and all the rest of them up there. You can't trust any of them. I, it's, uh, I, you know, but between, between the, the Trump endorsement and the, uh, 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 Governor Kemp wasn't even able to, to uh, go around the state with Herschel Walker because their campaigns were separate and Walker, Herschel Walker couldn't afford to, uh, to go around with him. And his campaign would have had to pay all that money that, that Kemp had to travel. Walker didn't, so that's why they weren't traveling together because they, mm-hmm. they couldn't uh, make the campaign together until after the, uh, prim- the uh, general and the election. TV ads. And then they could, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just one thing inundated, after another. Inundated by TV ads it's by It's just Warnock. unbelievable. And as, and as you know, everything you look at, the candidate himself, the way the party did it, the national campaign, the money, uh, the financing, the, uh, the uh, mailing business, the early voting. The, I mean, it's just holy smokes. All it's to destroy Trump. And Trump's not gone away. He's not it going to go goes away. Back to Trump. And I love Trump and I wish he'd been and I'm going to vote for him if he's the nominee. Yeah. But they're going, it's going to tear the party apart, and they're going to lose again. I, I, I feel the same way. If Trump is a nominee, I'm voting for yep. him. If, if he's, I, I mean, I, I truly, without, without question, and I think he's one of the best presidents we've ever had, not as a human being, man guy, I'd want to be as my friend and neighbor, but as a president. As a president, he was unbelievably pro-America all the way. I mean, just, you, you, I don't know anybody, Reagan, you know, but, but other than that, who has, who has been such a pro-American president in our history books. I mean, right. really think about it. Um, but, but again, as, as an individual in this business, with, you know, changing the Constitution, and, 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 uh, God, just stop. Uh, well, someone said the other day, if he had stayed off Twitter as president, he'd yeah. probably still be it's, president. Uh, just stop. Yeah. Uh, and it's again, stupid at this point. Uh, just stupid. stop. And again, I'm at the point, and again, I've just said I'm, I'm a huge Trump supporter as president. Yep. And if he run, if he's the guy, I'm more voting for him. Yep. But he's got to get stop. He's got to go away. He's got to stop this. We, uh, uh, two more years. I mean, we, just, we we can only depend on the House now that never lets the legislation get through to the Senate, because get, they can they can they can you know get rid of the uh, filibuster. They can do anything they want. They can be, they can nationalize elections if they can get it through the House. I mean, do you realize how serious this is? They won't get it through the house. Uh, please God, but who knows? I mean, every, every two years it could happen. Oh, I mean, the I mean, only I, thing that may save them is if the Democrats put somebody up there that's so bad, because Biden's not going to run again. So who are they going to get? They're going to get that Newsom guy or the guy yeah. from Pennsylvania. We could be stuck with a Gavin Newsom as president if the Republicans split their party yeah. again. Well, and that's the other thing. And again, now, let, 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 very quickly. Oh, you want to hear balls? Yeah. Who was that sucker that uh, that run off with Kelly Leffler, the Republican? Doug Collins. Doug Collins, Doug Collins went on Twitter the other day. Maybe it was yesterday. and said, "We've got to come together as a party. We've got to <laughs> learn to quit fighting." Asshole, you're the one who started it, who put her in a runoff, yeah. which she would have won easily if you dropped out when you knew you weren't going to win. He started this whole thing, and he's calling for that asshole can go, go jump into the sea for all I care. Well, I, I you know, I, I, again, I don't understand. I, 
The Republicans. She would never should have been the candidate. And whether he right. was or not was a whole other issue. You can't have, you know, this long hair wants to look like she's 22-year-old, you know. She's a woman. She's a girl, and she's rich, and she has girls basketball, and she's an entrepreneur and a bit in rich money. And, she and you know, it's the girl vote and the woman vote and the businesswoman vote. And, the you know, I mean, I mean, my God, that's not why you pick a candidate to be a United States senator. And the other thing is Herschel Walker doesn't look like a United States senator. Well, I mean, <laughs> that doesn't matter anymore. I know. I, I, but still, it's just the whole package. It, it, when, what, what are you doing? What, and again, if, if, if Donald Trump hadn't said anything about Herschel Walker, if Donald Trump had never mentioned the words Herschel Walker out of his lips, Herschel Walker would not have been the nominee of the Republican Party for the United no, States I, Senate. I disagree with one sense. I think once Herschel said he wanted to be, I think every white Republican in this state got scared running against him. Well, but again... <laughs> Well, but for he didn't want to. At first, he didn't want to run, and then Trump pushed him in, basically. Really? Yeah. He didn't. He, this was not Herschel Walker's dream is to be a U.S. senator, but you know, somebody proposed it because we, we were in a, in a flux period, but we were going to have a, an election, and somebody said, "Geez, Herschel, everybody says, oh, I didn't know I'd that." And then, and then Trump said, "Oh yeah, Herschel's my man," and boom. Well, Donnie points out a good point. How bad is Warnock that he actually had to go into almost and lost. almost lost yeah. a Herschel Walker? Yeah. God a minister, yeah, at Martin Luther King's church. Uh, well, he, he's nothing but a carpetbagging <laughs> well, piece of fake, shit is what he is. Yeah, he's, he's a fake a prophet. Scumbag. But can you imagine in the state of Georgia, someone say, a guy who claims to be a preacher, who is a preacher at Martin Luther King Jr.'s and Sr.'s church across yeah. the street, yeah. would actually come out and say he didn't really know what Easter stood for, yeah. would be for abortion, and get elected statewide? Yeah, I know. Twice, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, believe me, I, I don't, and it's Georgia. And again, I, I, you know, because, well, for all the reasons that, you, you know, if you can't support the candidate, then you at least ought to support the direction of your country. How, how could you not? I mean, do you really think that Herschel Walker was that dangerous? I don't think that's the issue. No. The issue was they didn't want to vote for him because, you know, the gun to the wife's head and the abortion issue. And, and that's what the media did every single 20 minutes on every radio right. station and TV station for a, two years or whatever it was. And there, he had no chance. I mean, it was just he was there was over. It was overwhelming that, oh, my God, you know, and then then you have to uh, you know, sometimes you have to suck it up and say, well, you, do you believe in in redemption? Do you believe in getting better? Do you, you don't believe in mental health people having issues that, that they solve? I mean, I'm, I can't believe it. In the direction of your country, that we could be screwed. If, if these bills they want to pass get through the House, we're, we're screwed. We're already screwed. It's over. Oh, Supreme Court nominations? He can put, uh, uh, President Stupid can now uh, propose anything he wants, confirmed by the Senate, and they'll win. Well, every single judge happened. he can, every single judge he proposes now is going to be uh, confirmed. We just put that idiot on there, that yeah. woman who doesn't know what a woman is. You can't define a woman, but she's a member of the United States Supreme Court. Someone put, a, put on Facebook, they put the state map, and show most of it is red, and Atlanta, and maybe Savannah, and yeah. there's a few spots of blue, and they say... How can this happen? I just don't understand this map. I said, this <laughs> happened because we don't have the Electoral College in Georgia. But this is why we have it nationwide, because now Atlanta controls the whole state. The rest of the state doesn't yeah. matter anymore. It's Warnock Atlanta. Warnock got 80 percent, I think, of the vote in the Atlanta metro well, area. Well, I woke up from a nap, percent. and Herschel was up 33,000. And they say he's up 33,000, but metro Atlanta has yet to uh, report. Yeah, and I said, it's, it's over. over. Yeah. It's over. That's, I did said the same thing. <laughs> okay, here, here's my voting thing yesterday. I got up at 6 o'clock, had a couple. 
beautiful pop tarts. I'm going to go vote. I'm going to beat everybody. I'm going to stand in line. So I went to my voting place. There's a bunch of people, about seven or eight people standing outside. And as I'm walking up, they break off and start leaving. I'm going, oh, come on. I, I took a shower. That's only me. And I talked to, there's a white guy and a black guy walking up to me. And I go, what's going on? And they said, this, this is the early voting and we have to go to our regular one and I went oh god yes that's right and we all felt uh, like idiots oh, no. and, and, me, and the, <laughs> me and the black guy are laughing because we drove past our polling precinct uh, to get to this one uh, so okay it's right around the corner it's the Sandy Springs library we pull in there and it's it, there's there, the, the whole parking lot is packed oh boy there's there's about 50 people in line but it was moving pretty quick and I'm wow. standing in line and uh, That's the lady, a lot of people. the lady comes out and says, "It's a it's a liberal neighborhood." Yeah. The la lady comes out and says, "Now remember, if you've been redistricted." And as soon as she said that, went, oh shit! For the third election in a row, I've gone to my old polling place again. So this is now your third. So now I'm thinking, <laughs> I have to, now it's seven thirty in the morning. Where the hell is it? And the crowds have already hit. It's about, it's a church on Peachtree Dunwoody. A more oh, affluent yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. So I get there. I race across town in the fog and the rain. And I get them thinking, God, I mean, I'm going to be an hour standing in line when I could have been first. <laughs> and I get there. I walk up, and I'm the only person there. <laughs> I walk in. It's like everyone goes, Norm! Well, they, you know, I walk in. They have people to stand in line there, for. There's three people feet. waited yeah. on me and helped me and moved me around and everything. And and, and I left. I, I talked to this guy. I said, I can't believe there's nobody here. And he goes, yeah. That was a more affluent, probably more Republican neighborhood. Yeah. And nobody was there. Yeah, well, but the liberal neighborhood yeah. was packed. Flounder, what about you? Mine's right up here on the left. And I mean, there was maybe three or four people. What time of day did you go? Uh, like around 10, 45, 11 mm. in the morning. And nobody, or, uh, nobody there? Nobody there. No, but yeah. the lady said that there was a pretty big crowd earlier that morning. So I'm assuming from 8, like yeah. 7 to 9, it was probably... A pretty good line. Well, I, re I remember, I remember, I told you I tried to, uh, well, I tried a few times to go early vote at, at the library in Alpharetta, and the line was out the door. I said, screw this. So I voted on election day, and I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to, it was on uh, Tuesday where we don't do a podcast. So I said, I'm going to go to the stable at some point, but I'm just going to go and take me, if it's crowded, I don't care. Well, I'm just going to, this is my duty, I want to do this, so I go. So I, I drive to the place, which is near, at Wills Park, near, near the equestrian area there. And I drive in the parking lot. There's not many cars. In fact, I put the video on, on okay. our Facebook page, and there weren't many cars there. And, I, and so, so I, I walk in the door, and as I'm walking in, right ahead of me was a very attractive, <laughs> about probably 35, 40 year old woman. You. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, just just beautiful. Wearing a pair of jeans and a little tiny, little teeny coat, and she had a beautiful, dark, thick black hair. I mean, yeah. she, she was just a knockout, a kind of Grecian looking or scan, you know, a Caribbean, you know, just just a beautiful, no makeup, just naturally lovely, just a beautiful woman. And she was right ahead of me, and so I'm, I'm kind of walking behind her, but I'm trying not to, you know, be obvious because I'm wearing my cowboy boots and they go clunk 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 so i didn't want to have her think i'm you know tailing her but i was right behind <laughs> I was, I was right behind her and she knew and i was kind of off to the side so i didn't look i was right behind her anyway so I make her comfortable so anyway she gets to the door and she goes in first and then she holds it open for me oh and so and so and i'm wearing a hat and my uh, you know uh, world war ii bomber jacket with all the metal or marine corps patches and stuff on it and my cowboy oh, boots geez. and jeans so uh, you know uh, and so and she's holding the door open for me and i kind of smiled at her and i tipped my cap uh and i said oh i said no 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 you i said you go right thank you so much you go right ahead uh, and then we uh, we go in and she's kind of looking around 
and and kind of with a smile on her face because it's in the in a lobby. We didn't sure where to go, so we, we we walk in the door and she kind of looks around and I said I said just so you know I'm following you, you know. And she kind of giggled and chuckled, <laughs> and That's then so she creepy. looked at me and I and I said I said now over here. And so we started walking over to the like we saw where the line was, and I said I said uh, well I said I just can't believe there's nobody here. I was going to try to pull out my special go to the front of the line card, and she and she said oh well you can go if you want to. And I said no no I, I said. No, no, that wouldn't be right. Anyway, she was very, very flirty and very sweet and very cute. And, uh, and, and she turned to me and our eyes met. And when our lips touched, it was uh, just, it was a magic. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm writing another booklet uh, later. I, 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 I slipped on that part. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I, oh, I, and the other thing was, I, uh, when I got to the, de- there were like three or four people in, the, in these desks. I was the, uh, she and I were the only people in the place, okay? <laughs> uh, and so I went, the girl said, okay, uh, she took my license, looked at my name, and then spun around a little glass, uh, like a, 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 an iPad screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and had me check the information on this iPad screen, and I had to use my finger to sign my name to it. They didn't have a stylus. Well, I think they might might have had one, but but I said I said she said, yeah, just use your finger, or whatever. And I and I and I said I've never seen this before. I, I don't think I've ever done yeah, that. Sometimes they do that. Well, anyway, so I said I said now can I t-? I said I can't even take a picture of this to show people what the new method is. And she said no 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 no. I said I said why is that? I said yeah, there's no secrecy here. There's no you know confidential information on, on on a piece of you know glass to show what you have to put your finger on. And what the hell is the problem? Troublemaker. So I, I know. So I started raising my voice. Oh, no. <laughs> no no. I'm just saying. I said oh, I don't understand no. it. I said why can't you show people what it is like mm-hmm. to vote? So you're encouraging people to say how easy it is and it's a good thing of your civic duty so and i'm coming giving lectures to the empty room oh, all of a sudden you look up there's two guys standing behind you just sign the thing <laughs> sign it and shut up uh, yeah. <laughs> is there trouble miss no, can no i help you ma'am <laughs> do you know this guy <laughs> this guy giving you any trouble man <laughs> she turned to me with a upturned chin. <laughs> our, our lips touched. <laughs> she was beautiful. It was fall. <laughs> she Georgia. was. She was a knockout. And no ring. Anyway. Uh, All right. All right. We lost. Uh, we lost. I mean, it's just. I'm. I'm it's just. Over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Um, all right. Good. Talk about one of our sponsors, and I'm gonna. And well, here's I, well, I can't find the damn sheet. So what I'll do is I'll just talk about Atlanta Custom Closets because well, it's you time. Closetpro.net. Because this is the time to do it. It's Christmas. <laughs> Women love closets. They love closets. Guys, if you're listening, boyfriend, uh, husband, whatever, you surprise her with an update to the closet or a new closet or something. Organizers like that. and stuff. So she walks in there and she knows exactly. I mean, I, well, you know what the deal is. Trust me, they love it. Oh God, J- love just it. a place to put their shoes. Yeah. Like uh, Flounder has here. He's like, just got a place exactly. to put his shoes. Right. Uh, Imelda over there. Must be 12, 15 pairs of motorcycle boots alone in there, I'm telling you. And pumps. <laughs> but that's a, that's a <laughs> Closetpro.net, Atlanta Custom Closets. That's who you need. And there's still time for Christmas to get it done. Yeah, hey, and gifts, uh, they probably have gift certificates. I oh, think I'm sure they do. They'll come out later and look at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Or, 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 or for that matter, uh, there must be a brochure they can send you and, and put that in a little box or something and, and with a note and stuff. I and mean, that counts. I mean, yes. it's, it's a gift. They open it up. It's a, it's a present. So anyway, uh, we'll go to Atlanta Custom Closets with our great appreciation. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Um, a couple of personal things, and we do, we do have news. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about, uh, of course, Pearl Harbor Day. Um, we'll talk about uh, uh, the, the Twitter thing and the Jim Baker thing and the San Francisco thing. They're coming. They're, did you hear they're coming after the, the Twitter headquarters because they have cots in there? Have you heard what? about that? He's going to move it to Texas. He's better move it to Texas. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. Oh, also. we got a few, we got a few uh, notes here okay, there for please a second do. there. Yeah. Uh, bu- 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 let's see. Uh, Coco says no to kiss. <laughs> Blaine said, oh, no, another penthouse forum story. <laughs> Cindy says love lost again. Cindy with a Y. <laughs> uh, Stan says her side. This is her side of the story. The, there's nervous laughter because there's some creepy man following me. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing a note to the person. She says, please, please help me. Please help me. She's doing, what's this that fist thing with the three fingers oh, you, or something? You, you do this. Oh, you, it's your hand, your thumb hand means help me or something? It's a, it's a mute person says, yeah, yeah it says, help, please help I need me. help or something, you, yeah. You do this or something like, if a kid or some, a woman or something does that to you, yeah. they need help. They need help. Yeah. So go hit the guy she's with just on general principle. Take a chance that that's what she wants. <laughs> she could have been drying her nails. She could have been, you know, she could be saying hi. I don't know. It could have been, you could have made a mistake. Your Honor, I swear to God, I thought she wanted my help. <laughs> you started pummeling me, Your Honor. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm walking by my wife. This guy. <laughs> Maybe she She's flirting with you. He's like, Hi. She was flirting with me, Your Honor. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, you're that Peterson guy, aren't you? <laughs> you gave trouble at the falling bus. Who laughs all the time, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you said that because someone has just uh, already said that. Flounder, do not take, uh, Donnie, Flounder, do not take dating advice from that guy who laughs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take any advice from me. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, before we got, oh, we got a lot of newsy stuff. And I think, I, let's get some personal stuff here, some notes and thank you stuff. Just very quickly. Uh, again, oh, well, all right. First of all, again, a thank you for, I wrote out four thank you notes 
Actually, three, and I got one more to do last night and this morning, one more to get in the mail, because we got uh, four very nice little donations at uh, the uh, Kimber Media Post Office box, which I thought was, was very generous. However, and again, every five or ten dollars, uh, believe me, I know uh, times are tough and we, we appreciate. Uh, but just for the record, to let you know <laughs> uh, where we stand, uh, we're, we uh, took a rather major pay cut this past month. Apparently, <laughs> well, it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> it was Christmas time. People That's don't it. have the yeah, money. Nobody, it's, it's hard. But uh, so anyway, so thank you, thank you. But we, we yes. definitely got, took it in the neck for, for this. So, and we're trying to avoid doing a, a paper listen. We're at 922. Thing. We need 68 more to get to 1,000 on YouTube which would help monetize the situation. Yeah, so that'll to, start the monetize process. Yeah, so, so we need go get to, to 1,000. Go to thekimmershow.net. Ideas for us. We need ideas for how to boost this on YouTube. How yeah. do we get the word out? Yeah. Uh, we'll start posting more, I think, on social media to do that. If someone has an idea of how to do that, we would love to hear it. And again, because um, we're not businessmen. Yeah, obviously. if you go to the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly uh, thekimmershow.net and look for the YouTube bippity boppity, click on that and then hit subscribe, and you're done. That's it. There's yeah. no money. It's free. There's no, but it, but it adds a click person, and the more click people we get, that we have a chance to actually make four or five dollars. So anyway, so thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, we're very great. And uh, it's Christmas. It's tough. More Christmas cards to add here, boys. Uh, thanks. And a very, very nice donation from our friend right. David Ray Skinner. Yes. With another Christmas With a card. Great, and personally drawn, by the way. And I think he sent each one of us. He uh, did. He uh, said, I'll show you Kimber's today. Uh, which is very nice. Uh, yeah. And they're beautiful and nice handwriting and uh, very fancy. Um, also, uh, Cal and Ann. Uh, wrote as uh, wishing all the joys of a wonderful Christmas. I love when people say Christmas, and also a special first Christmas to Lucas, Love Bodie and Aww. Lily. <laughs> How cool is that? Lucas got a Christmas. Card. It's not Lucas's first Christmas. He's the he's the Fernando Valenzuela of cats. He's really forty years old. Well, that's true. You got to worry about that. Oh yeah, um, that's a lovely, also, yes, look at that. It's um, the very nice note here in a Christmas card, and it says, I made a list, I checked it twice, I left it at home. <laughs> like an old Santa. Uh, it says, Merry Christmas. Again, the words Christmas in these cards. Kimmer and Pete and Flounder uh, from Chuck and Michelle. A very, very sweet of them and a very generous donation very as well. Tactile. And he also wrote a, a, a note with a Michelle, a very sweet uh, ladylike handwriting and very nice. And uh, and Chuck says, uh, you guys, we ro uh, relocated to Atlanta a year ago, looked you up and came across your podcast when we were here in the 90s we listened to you and pete and wayne no offense on the news monster can't tell you how it brings back wonderful memories and laughs non-stop you guys still have it keep on podcasting and taking the horse videos all the best for 2023 chuck and the lovely michelle anyway thank you thank you so much for that as well uh <coughs> Excuse me, one more cookie. Um, this is from uh, Jerry. Jerry. Uh, we had a long local radio stations that were shut down a couple of years ago. Jamie Chapman was doing it. did some dim dum Pete, Shannon, Kara. Got a, a Jamie. Uh, we missed those shows. It was Kara's birthday yesterday. <coughs> I know. I, I, yeah. I posted a message how much we, we still think about her and miss her. In fact, I wrote a little a little a note to uh, Shannon Burke just to check in, wish Merry Christmas to it him. It doesn't because, seem real. I know. Is that still. right? Yeah. Because the last time I saw her, we were singing karaoke at that bar up I there. Know, I know, yeah. 
And, and once in a while, the video of us. Bradley's was the name of that bar. Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while, the video of us uh, with the fireworks on New Year's Eve was at, at Clint Shannon's house. We got cops called. We got cops got, got there with the, don't let them in. <laughs> You're not coming in. By the way. <laughs> that, really, when he came to the door, we all walked outside. <laughs> that may be the greatest recorded podcast in history. Did anyone ever post that? Yeah, it was on Facebook for a while. Brett Barney and yeah. Shannon and... Uh, you know, uh, yeah, we did uh, it that uh, night. Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, sure. Shannon. Yeah. Shannon was there we were there and somebody's girlfriend no, no 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 his wife was there oh shelly's wife shelly yeah shelly was there oh yeah shelly uh yeah, shelly showed up yeah. there's a picture too of all of us someone yeah. took yeah uh, that's right there's a great well. photo yeah that was and that podcast, a Kara sat in Cameron's uh, <laughs> lap, yeah. and it, it yeah <laughs> it was getting excuse me boys sorry uh anyway that was yeah that was uh, that's kind of funny anyway this uh so jerry's writing in uh, it was da, 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 da. good luck with all your dental work. Yeah, that's, that's another story. The stitches are oh, Lord. killing me because they're coming out in this thing. Um, I've lost two more pounds. <sighs> With my eating situation. Um, let's see. Uh, no, wasn't a death today. He said he had a bad time too. Um, uh, he also had a heart attack. Uh, he said, "Oh, the, it was the widow maker. They call it." Uh, pretty soon, I had uh, Nurse Ratchet several t- fun times there. Uh, looks like Stretchy is the new Jack. Uh, what did you decide to do with his remains? Well, that's actually, you know, I still have. Yeah. And he says, Semper Fi Marine uh, from a former Marine in Georgia. Anyway, uh, very, very, Jerry, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I still have uh, the box of Jack's remains, uh, and it must be, it must weigh 200 pounds. How big is the box? It's, I mean, it's big. It's, it's not really? as big as that coffee table, but it's, it's, it's a good. Wow. I mean, it, honestly, it's, it's a good three, two three a, feet. Because a, I mean, a dog is about this size. No. So the horse, I mean, oh my it's God. A box. It's, a, it's, a, it's a three foot box. Wow. And it, I, I'm telling you, you can't, if you can't pick it up. You have to push it, lean over, and push to get to move it. <laughs> what the hell am I going to do? Yeah, what are you, you going to do with I, it? Well, I, I thought it was going to be a thing, you know, that, you know, where I put some, and I gave some to my daughter, Jennifer, who made me the horseshoe with his, you know, tail and stuff like that. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've maybe that's what you should, Maybe you should start sending that to listeners with a thank you note. Here's a little yeah, dust yeah, of who, Jack. Who wants remains of Jack? I can't imagine. <laughs> it's probably illegal. Can you even mail somebody's, or uh, uh, an animal's You know, it's probably illegal. You're right. It pro- even though it sh- I mean come you on you ought to be able to what does it matter it's, it's, it's ash it's sand it's I not mean. alive there's no there's no growing any organism in there so it can't affect anything look it's if Keith like Richards dust. can get get uh, by with what he did <laughs> to his dad's remains I know. Get, I know I uh, know one more one more rather bizarre thing I got a, a, an envelope here no return address and and and, and <laughs> printed out lettering so you can't even see handwriting it's, I mean I'm thinking I, I thought this is going to explode it's a I hostage tape no, you can, can I don't know if they can see the envelope leave it's, the money bag cut next, out to letters. The, next to the bush <laughs> printed cut out paper letters printed if you ever want to see flounder again <laughs> and no return address <laughs> so I'm thinking oh my god but you know it's uh, in the post office box um and I- inside is a is a uh, pamphlet or several things tap- uh, stapled together yeah. it says in honor of the world cup please revisit ann coulter's two-part analysis of why americans hate soccer, they don't hate soccer. <laughs> and it's ann coulter's comment you know some of her articles and i used to love i haven't seen her in years but i used to love ann coulter because i, I mean all she was a screaming goofball but she was a great writer and, and i was you know i'd be challenged by you know reacting to her stuff so and i great i love great writing if you're a great writer i you know i, I appreciate you but again 
no name, no return address, and I'm not sure what the point was other than I said I really don't care about soccer. Maybe, I don't know. You know what, the, the Thank two you, reasons though. why Americans don't like, so most Americans don't care for soccer? I, I, well, Everything we do sports-wise in our country is hand-related, from baseball where it starts in the pitcher's yeah. hand to uh, basically our football Holding where we throw the ball. Too. Even if you're running it before they threw the ball, they held on to the ball, That where they got from yeah. rugby. you know. Even in baseball, you tennis, hold a bat, you, you hold hands, a ball, you hold a glove. Basketball, everything is your hand. Everything is your hands. Yeah. Everything we do is hand-wise, and yeah. it's just foreign to us not to be able to yeah, use I our, get, I, I our hands. About that. And second of all, it's mostly Europeans. And don't you have to be kind of a sissy and be afraid to hit somebody? Uh, so what well, I don't understand, I talked about it on my show, the VAR re replay has stopped the red cards. They're not throwing as many people out because the players know the video's going to catch anything yeah. they do so yeah. they're not doing as rough as they used to. Yeah. So if they can do that, how come they can't catch the ones who are obviously faking their injuries, yeah. who don't get yeah. touched well, and hit the ground? Yeah, I know. Real quick, some that. breaking news. Uh, absolutely. Two teenagers have been arrested for the 17th Street Bridge Midtown shooting. Two black kids, no names reported yet. One's 15 and one's 16. Well, they're old enough to commit murder. I mean, if you're a teenager in Atlanta, if you haven't committed at least a couple of murders or had a couple of abortions, you're not keeping up. <laughs> Which, by the way, brings to the point of this election, election we've lost. We're losing the elections. One, the Republicans are completely <laughs> inept. Two, we're outmanned now. All the Northerners, who have not all... If you're a Northerner, you move here and you... Quit voting Democrat. Yeah. Welcome. Thank yeah, you. You absolutely. you got it. You're the smart ones. But the majority of you aren't doing that. And I'm not talking to our listeners. I'm talking to the majority yeah. of Yankees that move here. Continue to vote for the same things and policies and party that destroyed their habitat up there, which yeah, is why they I moved know. here. And they continue to do it because they are so morally and intellectually superior than us Southerners. And they're going to here to you know, to teach us a lesson. And they're going to they're locusts. They're destroying it. Yeah. And let me put as someone who's been here in Atlanta since I was eight years old for the most part three-year sabbatical in San Diego um, I'm telling you this city is not as good a place to live as it was no, it's not. And I'm by a mile the only two things that are the quality of life has gotten better is the restaurants are better and the sporting venues are nice and shiny yeah other than that this place has turned into a shithole compared to where it was in 1969 when we moved here yeah it's well, not better everything everything well, else quality of life is worse social here social services because traffic, the people moving here e e traffic pollution crime yeah. everything yeah relations between each other just just following the traffic laws yeah being able to go in certain parts of town that you can't go in anymore memorial drive is where we grew up that we, we cruised more now you can't even go up and down memorial drive without worrying about getting carjacked well pick pick any you know little five points uh, yeah. the highlands i mean pick any area that uh, buckhead my god atlantic station <laughs> whoever heard you can't walk into lennox square without lennox being square. afraid yeah, i mean i don't I, go there i remember you know i came here in 72 and i and we all took advantage of buckhead and underground atlanta and all those things but then i remember the time I guess was in the 90s maybe late 80s or something or other when uh, I guess my final wife and I I guess it was the 90s uh, went to uh, went to uh, Lenox Square and we made the mistake of going near the food court and there was almost a near riot, a racial division and separation, and people screaming names, and it was like Gangs. a gang thing. Yeah. Going, oh, Jesus! Right out the, the Marta, by the Marta, right around, and went right to the parking lot. I said, "Because I'm gonna, I'm not taking this shit off anybody." And I had a gun in my pocket every time I go anywhere. So I'm, you know, I said, "We just left," and, and, I, and I never went back. One of the I don't th oh my god, I don't think I've gone back to Lenox Square. 
I in 20 years. years. I've been there in years. Since the last time I went there, I felt bad going out <laughs> to the parking lot. And I tell you, one of the great... We used to love their steakhouse. We used to go to the, the Prime, yeah, I think it yeah, was. a lot of good ones there. We used to love that place up there. We used to do our floor. Falcon shows there. Not anymore. But one of the great traditions in Atlanta was taking your kid to ride the Pink Pig. The Pink Pig, Well, yeah, we couldn't absolutely. do it downtown anymore because downtown's a shithole. Yeah. So they moved it to Lenox. You know why they it finally killed the Pink Pig? Yeah. They had a shooting and a carjacking right, right there next to it. Yeah. Where yeah. they put it. Aren't they bringing it back? Did I hear did No, I it's, see in that? A, it's in a historical center. Uh, as far as I know, they're not oh, riding it. You can't ride it anymore. And that used yeah, to be I, such a thing. Oh, it was a thing. Well, every, it, you know, in fact, we're going to talk about how uh, things have changed in terms of the not only the, the crime-ridden socialism we're facing, but also the, the change in our culture where these things are even an issue of this wokeism and pronouns and all. I mean, uh, 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 astounding differences in just a very uh, short number There's of years. There's a doctor, another doctor girl who came on. And of course, they got to have the, the camera right there in their face for their crazy eye rolls, basically <laughs> saying the most important thing going on in medicine right now is making sure that yeah. you get the doctors the nurses and the patients pronouns, <laughs> pronouns correct yeah so you don't offend any of your patients well we, we got a few stories coming i got up to if i got a doctor that comes in and starts talking about what's your pronoun get out yeah my pronoun i want another me. doctor yeah my pronouns kiss my ass how about that my pronoun is Semper Fi, go Marines. <laughs> you know, Jesus. <laughs> Did you give me this so I can roll it up and hit you? You can roll it up and hit me if you want to. <laughs> um, a couple of things. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, a, a couple of personal. Can I do a couple of personal weird things here? Uh, first of all, um, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, holiday seasons kind of can be stressful as well as Christmas. So I'm trying to make sure that my attitude is a good and happy one, you know, without my family and it's long distance. And it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing and not married and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm trying not to let little things bother me. For example, my teeth, you know, I got the big hole. I don't want to eat. I'm losing weight. It's just, I'm, it's I'm just blech, a nightmare even having food. Um, and uh, I mentioned the other day that my uh, ear rockets weren't working properly. Remember I mentioned, okay, so, and after waiting a week where they never even called me back to see what the problem was <laughs> I finally went in to the doctor uh, that uh, the next day or that afternoon whatever it was and uh, sure enough the left ear rocket is defective and it's you know these several thousand dollars to this high-tech uh, app store business that links to your phone and everything else and it wasn't working so they have to send it back to the factory which they did back in only in September when the same thing happened and it was I, almost two weeks before I got the whole set back this time they just had to send back the one and I said to the doctor, uh, this girl doctor, I said, well, I said, uh, yeah, we got a loaner for them. She said, oh, we, well, we, they're all out. We don't have any more <laughs> loaners left. <laughs> so I have one ear rocket in on this one side here. Uh, and, you know, it's just, I and I can't adjust it because it won't go into the app because it's not both of them. And it's, I mean, it's just another thing, you know. So again, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm smiling, I'm happy, I'm not trying to be a negative guy. So, right. and so here, that's, that's the negative of today. That's my only negative of today. My positive is, I came to the realization in the shower <laughs> yesterday. Where's this going? This is probably going <laughs> stupid, <laughs> idiot. In the shower. And, and when I shower, I do not use a washcloth. Elihu, can you bring me my loofah? <laughs> my loofah. <laughs> you, you. <laughs> my niece is the kind of girl who has a certain zest for living. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> the last thing Avis needs right now. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so I'm in the shower, and when I shower, I don't use a washcloth. I take the bar what? of soap. 
Okay. What are you, an ape? Oh, my God. You just, just cup your hand? I take the bar of soap <laughs> in my hand, and I wash oh, and do everything no. with the bar of soap in my hand. Okay? That's why they invented washcloths. That, how you about your would, nether regions? Oh my, well, how do you clean your you nether regions? This <laughs> all. That's how I found out I had a tumor once. Where? Because by in my uh, locker back in the seventies, ah. I had a testicular tumor, ah. and 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 uh, and I and I could feel that, and the doctor felt it, and I had an operation the next day because they thought it was cancer. It wasn't, but you know, it messed me up. Anyway, um, <laughs> it actually came out. It was I, no I had deal. one of those once where I, I felt something unusual, yeah. and I told my doctor. He goes, "Here, let me check." And he like squeezes it. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, it's Ouch. nothing." <laughs> yeah, it's <just> a fatty <laughs> deposit. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I had a, a pylenoidal cyst once. Do that. Anyway, uh, so, so I use a bar of soap. I don't use a washcloth. It's just another thing to rot there on the stand. Anyway, so I use a bar of soap, and I'm going to scrub around and make sure I get everything, and da-da-da-da-da. And then I realized the other day, when uh, yesterday in the shower, that I'm such an old-fashioned goof. I was raised in the time as a baby boomer when if you squeezed the toothpaste tube in the middle, mm -hmm. your family would hate you and your parents would punish you because yeah. they were made of metal, and you wasted the whole half a tube that wasn't in the middle where the thing was. And stuff like that. That. And the same thing with shampoo, right? The, you know, squeeze the last little thing. And with soap, I would realize when I get to the point where the soap is so small that it f slides out of your hand and it falls on the thing. And I kept bending down to pick it up. And then I'm, you know, and I kept going. And then I said to myself, why am I doing this? How much does soap cost? So I realized when the soap gets down, if the first time it starts falling out of my hand, that's it. And I now have a second bar of brand new soap every day in in my every top of my no, no, I, I mean, I make sure every day I have a fresh oh, bar yeah. of soap. So if I drop the one I'm using, it goes right in the trash and I get the brand new one and start Good over again because I've decided to myself, I'm going to treat myself <laughs> to a freaking bar of soap. <laughs> it's that come by that bar. I swear to God, I, and I, 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 so I, I, I'm smiling. I mean, I actually so said, pathetic. you know what? Why am I doing this? Why am I worried about a little Tino trying to get the last freaking suds out of it? What the hell am I thinking? I did the same I mean, thing. Just that these, I, I can tell you, it's stupid. stupid. And how much is soap? If, I, I felt bad for wasting a year. it. Seriously, <laughs> uh, you get four. Uh, I always get the yeah, cart. I get it's six like of them. Five bucks, you get four. Yeah, it lasts for three months. I mean, <laughs> a, uh, Flounder, do you use a washcloth? I use the. I, I have a bar of soap, and then I use. I'll bet you use those squirt bottle things, don't? Yeah, you? I have the, the body, body yeah, wash. Yeah, shit. the body wash because. See, look at that. You ever it, use body wash? I tried, and I didn't like it. I know. My I kids, like when I go see my kids, they, I mean, that's all they, I mean, they don't have I bars waste of soap. It. I waste it. It squirts out on your hands. My children well, no, you do don't, not you, have you soap. Don't, you don't use it on your hand. You get the little squungy thing, and you put the soap on there, and then you get it wet, and then it's. When I all take showers at my kids' house to visit, That's they do so not sad. have soap. They have those squirty body now, wash. Now the thing things. is, I always have a bar of soap, though. I always have a bar of soap. Anyway, but see that you know times. It, well, but, it, but as a child. They couldn't get me to go in the bathtub, but once I was in there, they couldn't get me out of it. Because we had <laughs> ivory, ivory soap. And it you know floats. What? It floats. 99% pure. I had this pure. little screwdriver. 99 and 44, 100% pure. Remember the slogan? I had this little screwdriver that my uncle gave me, literally about this long, with a point on the end of it. Yeah. A little Phillips head. Yeah. And that 
bar soap was Moby Dick. Oh, you're spearing and Moby? I'm, I'm throwing that thing at it, throwing oh, it, throwing it, throwing it. Guns. We used to play in the tub. Until the day my mother's in there cleaning the bathroom, and she goes, Ray, come here. <laughs> What's all these scratches in the uh, the bottom of the bathtub here? Because when I miss, it goes straight and scrape oh, the bottom of the damn uh, bathtub. There there's scratches go. all over the place. So I had to stop. That's a big But that's a joy of playing with the, the yeah, floating soap. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I made, I made a, a happy discovery, and I'm treating myself to soap. When was the last time you took a bath? Oh, soaked in the bag. I don't remember. I don't either. It's been decades. I do. I, I remember. In, I, I've been in this place I'm in now, this uh, townhouse, for nine and a half years, almost, well, nine years plus. And I think I've taken maybe three baths. And one of them was oh, because I really hurt myself something. I wanted to really take a soaking hot bath. There's and nothing then, better, but, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, and again, um, I, I mean, I remember the time when I, I make it real hot and soak it right up to my neck and just uh, just lay there and just, you could fall asleep. I mean, and just well, Whitney Houston did and it killed her. Um, uh, but but you know, yeah, I floundered. Last yeah. time you took a bath, <coughs> um, I had an allergic reaction, and so I with the bathing suit because I just couldn't go in there naked just super weird it's your bathtub it's just weird because i I could hardly fit in the bathtub i was too big for it your bathtub yeah i can't because i had had an allergic reaction that went all over my body so i got the oatmeal stuff that you put in the water yeah and so i couldn't put my whole body in there at one time so i had to like kind of do this (laughs) and it's just (laughs) awkward as hell and Uh, so i I kept my uh, boxer briefs on Oh my! Well, oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> very <laughs> weird. Very weird. Do not take baths when no, they get over a certain age. Yeah, yeah. And we should treat ourselves. And every I, night. I, I enjoyed it. I and uh, one thing I that's did. great is when I there's a there's a nice gym called Lifetime. I'm sure you've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Anyways. Uh, great thing to do is after a workout is they have a sauna a steam a cool shower a hot yeah. shower and having the uh the hot tub and all that right there is awesome That's i would do that all the time in, uh, in some of the places in vietnam that i recall but uh, cindy, different. Yeah. cindy says she travels with her own soap denise says she mr bubbles yeah and everyone's like, I had, we had Mr. Bubbles when we were kids. Oh, yeah. And Cindy says, this should be a miniseries about soap. <laughs> it's a soap opera literally about soap. <laughs> but soap isn't is that a, silly? I mean, I, I, and I we just, all have our own soap. We get our yeah. own brand. Oh, oh absolutely. It's yeah. either Ivory or Kirk. Uh, Kirk. <laughs> Kirk? It's called Kirk's, and it's white. And it I've lasts never a heard while. of it. I've it, never it, seen Kroger Kirk's has, soap. It, it's Kirk's soap, and it's, it, it's inexpensive, and it does the job. I've never well, heard ivory of it. Dry, dries out my skin, but Kirk's is good. Ivory is 99 and 44, but 100%. It, but it, I get out and it's like my skin <laughs> is just got air in it. That's why it floats because they pump it full of air. Yeah. It it's got air, pu- air bubbles. And I noticed with ivory soap and Kirk's too, if you set it up on its end, uh, on the sink, yeah. set, it lasts longer. And you can easily just reach over and get it. It's dry because it's dried off. And you can use it, then put it back and put it, set it Stand on its it end. On its and it damn. stands up for weeks. Maybe it doesn't evaporate, put the right. air bubbles doesn't or disappear something. all that I'll much quickly. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, that I'm celebrating. Okay. Uh, let, oh, we got a whole. Oh, a couple of quick newsy things. Oh, oh I, I do have a question. Um, I, okay, I, I th- think about dinner pretty much the day of the dinner, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of it right now. I, well, yeah, I am too. And, and I'm, I, you know, I, I go in spurts. So I'll do so if I buy a chicken, for example, I'll do, you know, I'll, I'll do like three days of chicken things might be with rice or might be in soup or whatever it is, you know? So, so now I'm at the stage where I need to start another 
three day or two or three day eating process. So I'm just saying, do I want to get a meatloaf? Do I want to do a thing? And I still got uh, like half a chicken. So I'm thinking about making a, a nice chicken salad with some fresh lettuce and onions and you know cheese yeah. and stuff like that. It's, and then I and then, and then I'm, so I'm going out the door today and I wrote down a list to go to the store after the podcast. And I thought and I remembered. How long does salad dressing last in the refrigerator after you've opened it? I hate that. And I'm, I, now I'm going to have to go buy fresh stuff. Because, every you know, time. I mean, the, the problem is I haven't made a salad with salad. And, and when I make, make salad, I, I use usually three, at least two, sometimes three different kinds of dressing. I'll put some blue cheese dressing, and I'll put a little Italian, really good old-fashioned Italian, <laughs> just kind of to get it going. And then maybe a little... Uh, ranch or something, but I kind of make a mixture of. I like thick, happy dressings. But the problem is, it, when when I buy the dressing at the store, I look at the buy, uh, date to die, and it's always two years in advance. You know, twenty twenty four or something. But when you get it, when I so I use it, I haven't made a salad in weeks at least. So is that dressing gone bad now? You never know. You How can you tell? Know. And you can't smell it because they all smell bad when you open it. You smell <laughs> yeah. the, into the dressing. Oh, it sounds like shit. I mean, you know, so they all you smell it strong. Yeah. So I, and I, so I don't, I'm going to have to buy three new dressings. I know. Every time you get And I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't, there's no key. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think, I've never Googled it how long does dressing last once you open can it. We, should but we it do can't that? be. I'll do it right now. Yeah, Siri. Oh, ask Siri? Okay, I'll sure. well, ask, uh, ask your friend. How long is it salad dressing? Yep. Let me get this. All right, hold on a second. Here we go. All right. This well, this is like a big-time Charlie production here wow. now, man. Well, this is like we have a staff and everything here. Serious shit. Here. We have a test on this mic. Testing, okay. testing. All right. we have test, 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 test. Walk around microphone that. now with Flounder. How long? Right, what are we asking? Next? We're asking how long does salad dressing last after it's opened? Alexa, Liquid salad, you know, salad dressing. Okay. Alexa, how long is salad dressing good for once you've opened it? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, properly refrigerated, salad dressing can last one to three months once opened. Vinaigrette may last a bit longer than a cream or mayonnaise-based dressing, which may start to go bad after only one to two months. Wow. One to three. I'd say two months. I, I, th I was going to say like 10 days or something. No. Holy no. cow. Because it's, it's capped. In fact, you well, know. Well, now I'm going to start putting the date I buy it, not the date. Is, you know, that's what I should do. You know how many people have, have asked this question? It's number two on the list. As soon as, <laughs> I, as, soon as I put in how long does it says two months. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Everybody that, has I, the same problem. I'll be. Well, it's. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad that we were able to maybe help some people answer a Two question. Up, a lot of people almost have the same Which issue. Which means everything in my fridge and cupboards has got to be thrown out when I get it. Well, I'm trying, now I'm trying to remember when the last time I made a sound. I mean, whatever. Anyway, that's good to know. I, I thought it would be way less than that. It's another mystery solvent. Yeah, it's solvent. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. I'll see you again when the case is solved. It is solvent. Um, also, I heard uh, coming in, and I just Googled real quickly just before we started the podcast, uh, there's been an investigation into the uh, uh, the prison murder of Whitey Bulger. Remember, the you know, he was an FBI stooge. He was a gangster in I Boston. I didn't see the movie. Uh, oh, I did. I've seen a couple of them. Uh, and they're good movie. Johnny Depp, I think, was one, wasn't he? Would, uh, I can't remember There's now, one. But. Jack Nicholson played him in that movie, The Departed. Oh, Departed. That's the other that one. That was but, based on it. I think okay. it was Johnny Depp played him. 
in the in the Whitey Bulger yeah. movie called Black Hat or something. Yeah. Was that it? Anyway, it was a good movie, tough movie, t- very tough movie, uh, hard, you know. But he was a gangster, and that's what they did—just brutal murderers, no souls. And Whitey Bulger was a gangster murderer, uh, you know, a boss of all kinds, and also an FBI snitch. And they caught him, and then everybody knew he was an FBI snitch. And Whitey, he was on the on the land with his girlfriend for 20 years or whatever it was, or more, I don't remember. And they finally caught him, and he was in a prison in Florida. And then all uh, there was been an investigation because when he was tra- he was being transferred to a prison in either Virginia or West Virginia, and all the guards and the inmates at the new prison knew he was coming. One, that he was a snitch to the FBI. Two. Uh, that he was a very famous gangster of all time, three, and that he was arriving at their prison and so forth and, and all the other. So the, dead everybody man was, walking. Everybody was talking about, talk about dead man walking. When he showed up at the prison, he was dead less than 12 hours later. They were waiting for him. They knew. And they let it happen. It was a setup. They let it happen. There was a setup. And the and guy here... the special master has just <laughs> investigated, and the report says there were a lot of mistakes, and here they was were. Wasn't mistakes. Yeah. Now, now, the, the, bottom line, the bottom line is, apparently, there they're, 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 they're were like six or eight guards and officials, and they're, they're not being charged with any crimes, but they're being of reprimanded. Not. Of course not. Yeah. Anyway, that, the, the end of Whitey Bulge, he got there less than 12 hours later. They beat him to death. No, I don't care that they beat <laughs> oh, him to death. Fine with me. But still, you know, you can't use you can't use guards and security people. Can you imagine, uh, that's got to be one of the worst jobs. You must be scared to death. To be I a prison guard? Be a never. You've, you've, I mean, you've got to be, I would be so polite to those freaking kind. Mr. Uh, Hampson, good to see you, sir. Anything I can get? A cup of coffee? Sure. You sit right in your cell, I'll get it for you. No, really, you know. I mean, Jesus. I mean, they, they turn on, I mean, ugh. Uh, what an awful, and there's probably no money. I don't think you make any money, you know, as a yeah, prison guard. No anyway. Um, Oh, mercy. Uh, did you hear about Candace Owens' latest uh, Botox gate what she on Twitter? <laughs> Candace Owens was was uh, just doing, posing. Uh, now, you know who Candace Owens is. She's a very famous black uh, conservative commentator. She has a podcast, and she's a, a Fox contributor, and she's very well-known, very attractive young black woman, uh, very conservative. And she was asking a question on Twitter, uh, and she said, we, we want only men to answer this question. Do you think it's attractive on women who get fillers or Botox on their faces? And it was even so much of a question that she had said something like, um, would you want to spend the rest of your life with someone who got that Botox filler look on their faces? And she got, you know, overwhelming. And she said, I really want reaction only from men on this. I'm I'm doing a survey and I'm I'm doing a a study and a paper or whatever. So I wanted to know how men feel about this. Well, she got blasted by women more than anybody saying things like uh, if I, I i don't know if i took some pictures of some of the <laughs> some of the reactions yeah. but it was things like um how dare you say things like that i'm a white woman and this is all we have left to try to compete with everybody else in the world today or so i mean she got blasted by white women oh, as, as particularly <laughs> but again cares. twitter i mean it, it was a freaking uproar and we're gonna i'm gonna talk more about twitter in a second but but she's actually she's calling it botox gate because she's got she she had to apologize for he said i mean Why? to offend anybody so i just wanted to find out how men felt about this but again i mean this is so 
ridiculous. And the reason I bring it up now, because we're going to talk in a minute about this whole Twittergate business yeah. um, with uh, with Elon Musk and what's going on now in San Francisco. And it just is just appalling. Uh, and the, the lack of coverage in the media and everything else is just. Uh, I mean, there's there's nothing worse. But we'll get we'll get more of that in a second here. Uh, we uh, quickly want to make sure we don't forget the fact that this is the uh, December seventh anniversary Pearl Harbor, uh, and there's a there's a article about a fellow named Lou Conter who is 101 years old and is one of the remaining survivors of the attack on uh, Pearl Harbor. The U.S. Arizona, USS Arizona sailor lived through the attack. He was 20. He was 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, 2,403 men died that day, or the heroes. And uh, they had, they had something like 350 bomber planes and torpedo planes. And, I mean, we, I guess we all know. To go there and look down and see the oil and the bubbles still coming <laughs> yeah. up. The yeah. oil still coming up from yeah. that ship is yeah. amazing. Uh, and by the way, um, speaking of Pearl Harbor, then of course you have to, you know, think about the the end of it and the uh, hydrogen bomb and the atomic bomb that ended uh, finally ended the war and, and got back at the well revenge on the Japanese. Shannon Burke just put a meme out on Facebook. It shows Emperor Hirohito, hmm. December eighth, nineteen forty one. I think we just fucked up. <laughs> well, remember the famous uh, the the Japanese leader said we may have awakened to sleep in giants. Now Yamamoto may have said that or we, may not. Either way, it's famous. Yeah. But he, he, supposedly, he also said, you cannot invade the United States yeah. because there is a rifle behind every blade of grass. That's right. And he knew, he, he went to school here. Yeah. In the oh, 20s. Were, many of them were he, educated. He, yeah. he knew. Absolutely. Much like the uh, communist Chinese are doing now, they're sending all their spies over here to be educated in America, steal our stuff while they're here, learn how to steal it for when they go back home, and, you know, and we're fine with it. We give them all scholarships. Uh, anyway, uh, for the record, by the way, the hydrogen bomb, uses the atomic bomb as a trigger. <laughs> the hydrogen bomb is 1,000 times more powerful than the atom bomb. The, you know, the, the hydrogen bomb will eliminate parts of geography. Oh. Uh, and wow, I mean, 1,000 times bigger. What did Oppenheimer say when it went off the first time? It goes, I am Shiva, destroyer of worlds. <sighs> I mean, oh God! And it can only get bigger. I mean, uh, I think we've reached the limit of that. Yeah. I mean, they're not. Uh, uh, who's testing I, I more besides I, the Koreans? I, North Korea. Who knows? I wouldn't be. You we would know. We would, testing? we would know. You can tell. Our satellites know. Well, even yeah. if it's underground, we know. I don't trust our intelligence agencies anymore. I don't know that we know anything. I, we didn't, you know, we didn't clearly didn't know anything enough to stop Putin from invading if we had any sight in any of that. That's not the scary. The scary thing is the hypersonic weapons, which we are allegedly so yeah, far true. behind both the Chinese and the Russians. You notice the Russians aren't using them, right? Because they're expensive, right? They're, and they don't need to use them right and, now. And, you know, those little teeny drone weapon things that are going to be flying around and go, um, go yeah, They can do like little gnats. Well, they're not only that small. They got the big ones as big yeah. as planes. Yeah, I know, I know. And you know who's making those? The Iranians. Oh, they really? Sto they stole one of ours that crash landed, they reverse engineered it, and now they make better ones than we do. Oh, boy. Well, we probably want to, well, we want to have President Crime Family wants to go back with the Iranians and have another of course treaty he does. with them. Yeah. Um, one more international thing I thought was fairly interesting is see how, how you feel about this, if you think our culture is, uh, has changed and we're getting uh, too liberal and too woke. Indonesia. The parliament has voted unanimously. Sex outside of marriage is against the law. 
<laughs> if you have an affair, you go to jail. How about single people? You are not allowed to promote... No single people having sex. You are not allowed to promote contraception. You are not allowed to say anything against the president or state institutions. They're Muslim, you know. In Indonesia. They are expanding their blasphemy law. <laughs> There is now a five-year prison term for deviations from the central tenets of their recognized religions. There are only six religions in Indonesia which you are allowed to practice. Uh, Confucianism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Catholics, uh, Catholicism, Protestantism, and Islam. Yeah. The code maintains the criminalization of abortion, but even they have an exception for women whose lives are in danger or rape. Isn't Bali in Indonesia? I that, believe. That party place? Yeah. Are they going to shut it down? They're going to shut it down, baby. They catch you having sex and you're not married. It's over. Wow. Anyway. And now, do you see what they're doing in New Zealand? Uh, no. You know, they've, 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 they're basically cracked. That the woman who runs it is a communist. She's just yeah, she's shit crazy. She's, yeah, she got caught. Uh, well, she was one of those crackdown Nazis yeah. with their neighborhood. Uh, the worst, uh, every, frankly, yeah. outside of China. Yeah. Basically, there was a court case show there where the parents, a child got sick and needed a transfusion. They have ample supply of vaccinated blood and unvaccinated blood. And the parents said, we want the unvaccinated blood. And the state goes, no, no, it's got to have the vaccinated blood. And they said, no, we're the parents. We'll decide whether yeah. it has it or not. It went all the way to their big court, and the judge has ruled that basically you, you don't own your children. The state does in New Zealand. That Jeez. They're forcing the child to take the vaccinated blood, even though they have plenty of unvaccinated blood. You don't think that's coming here if the Democrats stay in power? Well, they are. They are. They are. The Pfizer. Power. Pfizer is all, is just applied to the FDA for more booster shots for four-year-old or under. Yeah, I just read that, that. are I, almost zero percent at risk for any of this. It's child abuse, man. It's just it's, it's control, it, and there's got to be something else. And by the way, do you see there's six European countries that have banned the use of the of any of these shots now? Yeah. For under the age of 40 because right. of the heart problems it's causing? 25-year-old men, uh, men are suffering permanent heart problems. 18 to like 25-year-old Myocarditis. Men. This is a whole generation of the, of the next leaders. And, you know, it's, it's mostly men <laughs> yeah. of military age that are being basically pushed aside as, as weak in now. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna, I was going to do this later, but I'm going to do they it now. They can't fight back of the government when they're hurt. Are you ready for this? The United States Coast Guard has now decided to kick out members in the Coast Guard who are very close to their 20-year service to get their pensions. And if they haven't had their vaccine and they did not get a religious exemption, they are being kicked out of the Coast Guard before they can get their military pension and retirement benefits after serving as much as 19 years. And then before they get their 20-year pension, they get kicked out and get nothing. This is it. I can't believe this. Chris Hawkins, formerly discharged after 19 years in the Coast Guard, he had orders to retire 
In 2024, he had saved up all his leave days to max out his starting date to retire a year early next June, uh, which was like, you know, a lot of people, agencies do that. If you don't take your vacation days, you can count it against retirement later on at the end. Da, da, da. He was informed seven months before he would hit the 20-year mark to receive a lifelong monthly pension. He was being discharged because he refused to get the vaccine because of his uh, sincerely held religious beliefs. He watched other service members with more serious discipline actions taken against them, including accusations of sexual child abuse, reach the 20-year requirement and get their full array of benefits. He said it's astonishing, and others are saying, that they would deny military service members their hard-earned benefits at 20 years uh, he said they often allow service members to retire out of 20 years and collect benefits despite citations for sexual harassment, insubordination, rape, and DUIs, and they get their 20 years and get to leave. It's control. It's all about Jesus. control. I, I, they're asking for it. Do not let your kids become any part of the military right now until you get the Democrats out of office. They just We just uh, talked about the survey last time, and it showed how many people are no longer willing to put, have their sons and daughters go into military service and how the young people are saying, I'm not going to join yeah. the military. I wouldn't go into Marines today. It's, it's almost as if a plan to destroy the military. And this is while the communist Chinese are actually training their young boys, youngsters, how to be more manly. Yeah, I know. They actually have courses. It's like their, you know, their jujitsu training and their mass uh, exercise programs with a thousand people in every school and the tarmac and stuff. They're actually training young boys in communist China how to be men, how to be tougher, how to be more masculine. <laughs> it's like the Romans having parties and games while Attila the Hun is practicing how to stab <laughs> wild boars with three-year-olds. I mean, yeah, and you know how that ended boy, up. Skin an elephant or <laughs> yeah. How to kill a mammoth. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Just kidding. Anyway, um, okay, the, the other big, one of the other huge, big freaking stories in, uh, today is this business with, uh, oh, no, it's just a ding Tell us. Oh, here we go, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, and uh, first of all, in San Francisco, uh, Elon Musk, we'll talk about what he's done now with Twitter. Elon Musk, as you know, is now, uh, is now the target for the left. The mayor of San Francisco has now opened an investigation into Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco because somebody said they have office rooms they've converted into bedrooms for their employees. If they get tired, they can go in there and lay down and sleep like an actual bedroom. Uh, they're attacking companies that provide beds for tired employees instead of making sure kids are safe from fentanyl, where another three-year-old just died from fentanyl. Where are your priorities, said Musk. Uh, San Francisco's opening investigation, uh, wondering why Musk hasn't fled yet out of California. And I guess, I think he's going to Texas. Did, did I hear that? Or Everyone's asking him to do it. Yeah, his, he moved his space stuff, yeah. basically. Uh, and people are saying, now, wait a minute, even at Google, they're all saying we every workplace has a, a nap pod. Uh, yeah. We need to have nap pods. To, uh, Apple being a, does. They make fun of it. And Google. Everybody does it. Yahoo. They did uh, a movie it, with it, Vince Vaughn they, showing him at Google. They show the top 10 companies where you can nap on the job. I mean, it's, it's workers' rights these days. High profile. Uber, Nike. I mean, you know, uh, 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 one woman who, uh, oh, Kate. 
Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, has, has said it's the worst state for labor laws ever in, in California. Nap rest spaces are now incredible, ben, incredible benefits to employees, not uncommon in major California and other non-snowflake cities. Uh, again, worst state for labor laws ever in California. Cra- and on Twitter, my God. Now, of course, uh, you know this business with uh, Jim Baker, the lawyer, not the Jim Baker, former Tennessee senator yeah. from the 70s. Um, or Jim Baker that was uh, in the Reagan administration and yeah, there were definitely other Jim Bakers. We're not talking about them. Uh, the, I think the other one was from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it turns out that uh, CEO Elon Musk has now kicked off and fired the former FBI general counsel, James Baker, because uh, he was hiding information while they were trying to come out with all the revelations about Twitter. He was hiding some that he didn't want to be revealed. They found out over the weekend. Remember, we were supposed to find out over the weekend a whole bunch of more revelations yeah. and again on Monday, and they didn't come forward, and that's because they were investigating this guy, Jim Baker, former FBI agent. Uh, he was part of the reason why uh, he was vetting the batch of Twitter files without knowledge of the new management, and the boy, the boss are saying, my jaw hit the floor when I found out. Uh, and then uh, Taibbi and this other reporter came back and shared the first batch of files that they had received, labeled Spectra Baker emails. Anyway. There, um, there's more to it. The, the two guys is Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss have Weiss. been the big guys in it. And Barry Weiss is looking at this and said, well, how are we having so much trouble getting the next batch? So they, he asked, and they said, well, Jim's looking over this stuff. And he goes, Jim, Jim who? Jim who? And they said, Jim Baker. And he says, he said, he, that he, name's he, familiar. He have, here's why we know him. Jim Baker was the lawyer that passed the fake bullshit to the FISA court yeah. about the Russian collusion thing. Yeah. That's the same guy. Somehow he weaseled his way into Twitter yeah. and weaseled his way, obviously, uh, wasn't supposed to be there, as the guy who was handling the stuff yeah. that was being released. He was, and he, and he, he blocked out. You know why he was blocking it out? Because it was mentioning the FBI. Right. Exactly why he did. And you see what Elon did to him? Had, di- here's what Elon said in his tweet. He has been exited from the building. Yeah. Quote, yep, exited from the building. Uh, James Baker implicated in the Russia collusion hoax that so damaged the country now gone from Twitter. He was knee deep in the collusion thing, suppressing the New York Post bombshell stories on the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop, which we all know was true. Um, uh, some other as people are saying uh, uh, Twitter users painting a far less optimistic view of the changing leadership. Uh, important to keep in mind that Musk is likely focused on coming up with make-weight arguments for denying change. In God, God, God. Well, the funny thing is, too, is apparently Jack Dorsey is encouraging him to release all the Twitter information. Well, they're now saying that Dorsey didn't know anything about that, it. That's what this. I'm saying. And, and so he dark. wants he wants the information out there. Yeah. Well, how does a Jim Baker, though, yeah. get in there and get into that position of power right. when they're trying to release this stuff? Yeah. Daibi said, how the hell he was kicked out because he was vetted, uh, because he was vetting the first installments of them, but how the hell did it ever happen how was he put in charge of that I, I, well again, first of all elon's disgrace. one man he can't <coughs> he can't see everything that's going on right right but uh, and he and he got rid of him as soon as he found this out but the guy was in there protecting the fbi what does that tell you yeah. and again another and part what of the fbi scandal uh of these people who were uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, and it's being uh, ignored. The uh, Department of Justice, the mainstream media, is doubling down on covering up, saying this is a nothing burger. It's no big deal. Yeah. But they're going after Trump, and the New York, the New York bitch is after Trump again, and that to them is the yeah. big story. Uh, well, again, of course, they got his company got convicted of the counts of that he didn't have anything to do with. But again, it's it's another anti-Trump story. 
um, and there's I mean they're still they're not they're not letting us go they're gonna they're gonna keep going and and, and for good reason it works again I you know I th- everybody I know including me thought that the no- the November elections were gonna be a blowout for the GOP everybody said oh they're gonna lose 30 or 40 seats in Congress <laughs> but we gained two never worked I mean you know and now speaking of Twitter and I almost, I don't even I, or Barry I, Weiss is a woman by the way I'm sorry Barry Weiss. oh is that right? I know I don't yes, even think Sophia I knew that B A R I is her well, I, congratulations! I did, I, I did not know that. It doesn't matter, but I'm glad for her. I think we should salute Unless all Sophia people. Unless Sophia is lying yeah, to yeah, us, that could no, be a lie. She, she wouldn't Sorry, do that. I would never do that. And now, this following item I'll mention, and I feel bad about even mentioning it, but because it's gone live and it involves Twitter, I'm going to say it. A spokesman for Senator Ted Cruz from Texas has released a statement saying about something that happened. This is a family matter. Thankfully, their daughter is okay. There were no serious injuries. The family requests that the media respect their daughter's privacy at this time. What happened is, as you go further into Twitter, Ted daughter's daughter, Ted Cruz's daughter, who I believe is 14, uh, came out as bisexual, and today she tried to end her life. Oh, God. This, here's the, Millie is texting this. She tried to end her life. Her father voted against her and her rights. My heart goes out to her. This journey won't be easy, especially with a father who has no empathy or soul. I pray for his daughter. He deserves no forgiveness. Uh, Another, Ted Cruz is legitimately a horrible piece of shit. But if you make a joke about his 14-year-old daughter attempting suicide, I'll put you in the ground. We have no idea what her life has been like. We can't assume she's anything like her ass whole father um to tweet about a personal family issue that ted cruz is going through then feel the need to follow it with nobody likes ted cruz uh i mean on and on and on about the ted i guess she tried to kill herself or did maybe she one doesn't of those know attempts. if she's bisexual she, she's 14 and but again they're attacking ted cruz now especially causing his daughter torment because he votes against uh same-sex marriage or how whatever. much you want to bet that she was targeted by certain people around her to try Boys to and, get to yeah. hurt her dad now she might legitimately be when she grows up but she's not a grown-up at 14 she doesn't know she's confused i know i know and again i even i even hate saying anything about it but it's important because this is this is it and and now if you want to talk about things that shouldn't be on twitter how about uh, attacking the father of a young girl who tried to kill herself i mean i guess it's free you know it's free speech but you know it's kind of ugly but again, is, as is long ugly, as you're not mentioning is, her, I yeah, guess. Is, is yeah. ugly better than disinformation where you're, you're just yes. lying about yes. things? So, I mean, again, it's, it's another issue. I think we're going to be talking about this for a while because Musk's changing the format so, or the uh, allowable What, what, what means. did they say? I mean, if it was nice language, you wouldn't need to defend it. Right, right. And, and on the other hand now, uh, again, freedom of speech means you have to allow other people to say things you don't like. <laughs> you don't have to listen to it, but you have to let them speak. You don't have the right to stop them from saying what they like that you don't. I mean, that's, it's as simple as that, really. Unless you're in a Suck private company and you can tell them to shut the blank up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, also, coming up, hold on a second. Uh, you're a Christian. I'm sorry. You can't have your party here at our restaurant. <laughs> also, uh, shall we do a, a, a tribute to Flounder on the days when he was uh, trying to get into Georgia State University as, in a, as a music department uh, <clears throat> expert? Uh, we'll get to that in a second, a little bit later on here. Also, uh, the Washington Post is very happy to cover up the story of the Twitter drop on the collusion and the worst invasion of American politics in the history of our country. They don't want to cover anything about the uh, 
Musk in the Twitter drop, but they're sure going to cover the uh, racism in Shark Week. Uh, and, Unbelievable. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> whether the office could be made today and Blazing Saddles. I mean, there's like three of them in a row here. Uh, we better get a move on. Uh, and uh, Antifa on the shelf all coming up here, too. Uh, and the, and the, the so-called police heroes on January 6th. Oh, the ones who opened the doors for the protesters to come in, you mean? We'll get to all that in a second. First of all, it's still time for Christmas. Flagco.com. Flagco.com. <laughs> you know, they have. I have my American flag. I put it out every morning, uh, and I take it down in the dark, obviously, but it's still as bright. It's, it's Western exposure on my deck, and so you'd think the sun would... It's beautiful. Still, it's over a year or something old, and it's still just gorgeous. Uh, it's not just American flags. Flagco.com has every state flag, every country flag, every military flag. They can make banners if you want to have an open house in a subdivision or something. Those... Those, like, uh, they call them uh, bow and arrow banners and flyers and so forth. They can take care of all that stuff for you. Uh, they have lighting kits, beacons, and silver or gold flag ornaments. Uh, they really take care of you with their flags and banners and some special stuff for Christmas. Three special deals, the Starry Night Flagpole Christmas Lights. All the customer needs is a 15 to 25 foot flagpole, or they can custom build you one if you want. They have lights in cool white, warm white, red, blue, and multicolor. There's a mini version too, which includes everything, including the 10 foot pole, and you have your lights strung up, and it's right there, ready to go. A second special item: the trailer hitch flagpole kit. That take either one or two flags in the trailer hitch flagpole kit, and the third item is their 20 foot telescopic pole with a wheel base perfect for tailgating it slides under the uh, tire to weigh it down when the game's over you fold it into a nice little package and get to use it again uh, specials all over the place flagcode.com they'll get it right to you they take care of business these are good folks uh, local georgia company and they need workers they need at least two or three more warehouse workers so if you're looking for a job here you go the phone number for flagcode.com 800-962-0956 or on the web, flagco.com. And please tell them the Kimmer sent you, because they're good folks, and uh, they can use your help. And so can we. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see. Where's my... Oh, there's my phone. All right. Let's see. Oh, uh, one quick uh, observational thing. Um, I, I, I was looking through TV last night, and I noticed the uh, People's Choice Awards were on, and I never, I never really think to watch it. And again, I haven't watched an award show since they got so woke and politically correct since, since Donald Trump walked down that uh, escalator, or uh, stood down the escalator. Uh, so I haven't, as you know, we don't, I don't watch the Oscars anymore. But I, I, so I said, I, want, I wonder what it's like, and just give it a chance. So I turned on People's Choice Awards. <coughs> And they had just given an award, or maybe she was presenting. I, th I can't remember which one. Uh, but uh, coming up on stage was Sarah Hyland, yeah. the little hottie from uh, 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 the modern, what do you call it? Modern, modern Family. Family. Modern Family. And, she, well, first of all, two things. First of all, she looked anorexic. I mean, she, she was in well, a... she has uh, kidney problems. Well, she was in a... Te she, had, she, had, she had a teeny little dress on. I mean, it stopped almost at her crotch i mean it was she it was all all you all saw was legs and they were and she looked so skinny that i mean she looks sick she's all head and legs and she's all head and legs now her and the sister other thing was the other thing if you, if you google a picture of her if you can get it i mean I, she, she looks the, sick the she sister looked, in there is super hot the sister in modern oh, well, she, she had breast reduction yeah, surgery. yeah, yeah I, I, she lost and me she's when the she hot. did that yeah <laughs> I, but she was the she was going to be the hottie but she's not doing anything 
Sarah's doing so. She's yeah. got a baking but show. And now the other thing is about Sarah Hyland is uh, I mean I felt bad for her. I felt oh my God she looks aw- she looks sickly. I mean she looks like she can't. She, I mean she looks awful. Um, uh, and then you know, she also looked like she got a boob job. Because and the dre- but the second thing I was remarking to, it used to be, uh, and again this is how old I am, my baby boomer used to be in the award shows. You would always have whether Bob Mackey was dressing Cher tonight, walking the Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett show for the and all the glamorous thing. Whether it was Bob Mackey for the and uh, what's her name, Diane so and so and Gloria Thingby and all uh, the famous designers in Hollywood and so forth. Well nowadays it's like when we saw that girl Liz- Liz- Lizzo. Uh, they're wearing costumes. They're not wearing dresses. And Sarah Hyland thing last night, she looked like a bumblebee. It was, it was, it was her head and neck, and then it was a ball of, yeah. of black foam. Yeah. And then her all her legs. It looked like she was a beetle, like a an Eminem character. I mean, I couldn't believe it. They're not wearing dresses. They're wearing costumes. But it's all because this masked singer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway, and I so, and I could I didn't I watched. 12 seconds of it, and it was just horrible. Speaking of which, um, she almost won it in in April or May. Kirstie Alley was in The Masked Singer and then died of colon cancer. Yeah, and that was fast. That hit her fast. Colon cancer, and normally if if something fast like that, I can name... Three or four, I won't say them in case you just got diagnosed with it, but there are three or four cancers that if you get, it's over. I mean, no. um, but but colon cancer is not normal. That's the colon cancer, as I understand it, I'm not a doctor, but as a cancer survivor, I, I, you know, my brother had a thing. Uh, colon cancer, I think still is the, is the, the worst of the cancers that spread to other organs. I, somebody told me that, and my, it might have been my brother's doctor yeah, or whatever. But it, anyway, whatever. But it, it happened to her fast, and it was—I mean, it, it, you know, know was seventy-one fast. years old. <clears throat> and uh, so, and uh, shame. Uh, why did I? Slip? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I know people say, "Well, how the hell do you survive, son of a?" You know, yeah, cancer and a heart attack. They couldn't get you a cancer and a heart attack. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's for the humorous part of the program. Um, <laughs> that's over now. <laughs> it's over now, sure. All right, hold on a second. Um, oh, uh, a couple of quick news things. Josh Hollings, I like Josh Hollings. Uh, he has said that he has found out, again, Repu- when Republicans take over in Congress, we may find out some more things. He has now said he's going to be investigating because he has learned that the so-called uh, President Stupid's information board, remember they're going to have the censorship information board to see what was really good information and what wasn't, uh, headed by that woman who did the singing crazy self-unaware God. Um, <sighs> Uh, the little dwarf uh, midget brain Mayorkas, uh, the scandalous liar about the whipping Haitians guy, head of the Department of Homeland Security, has said from the very beginning, well, no, we, we, we were going to, you know, we were going to have an organization, but they never met. They never had a meeting. It was, we never actually did anything about it. Josh Hollings has found out that they had a meeting every week for months. Liar. And those meetings included members of big tech. It wasn't just Twitter and the FBI collusion. It was it was the administration and big tech and FBI collusion. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, my God. And and again, nobody's covering it. If it weren't for podcasts and Fox, no one would know. We are the journalists now, not I can't them. believe it. Yeah. 
we're we're setting the standards for the for the information people should know to be you know active citizens. If it has a credential, <laughs> did you see where that journalist? I forget who it was, Washington Post or something, that said that they need to be credentialed like doctors. They should have <laughs> they should have special things. And as some journalist said, look, this isn't brain surgery. You ask a question, you try and get to the truth, and then you write it up. It's not that hard. In fact, journalism school is a very new thing. <coughs> that most journalists never went to journalism school yeah. before the 1960s. Yeah, right. Exactly. 50s or 60s. Yeah. And now it's a, and now it's not even a journalism thing. It's a it's a, a, it's a way to thing. never get employed yeah. again. It's a media look. advocacy thing. Uh, yeah. God, a waste of time. My master's degree is in political communication. I, I don't know what, what that, that means. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> All I remember is the, the the particular course where that was a, was the hardest course I ever took. I think I think I read like sixty books for that semester for that one course. The bibliography for this guy. Anyway, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> to ask, ask questions, write what you think is the truth. <laughs> That's it. It's not that hard. <laughs> Anybody can do it, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Look at who's got the credentials. There you are. What credentials? We have uh, a question for Pete. Okay. Hey, Pete, what's taking the Braves so long to re-sign Dansby? That's Pay the man and don't have another Freddy situation. I, I, I think they're trying to get him cheap. If they do resign him, I hope he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder mad at the Braves for getting him cheap. I think they're trying to get Has to he get set him a cheap. price, though? Do we even know, know what he said? But he's not being talked about. The Phillies didn't want him. Uh, the Padres were going up to Turner. Uh, the Giants now will supposedly turn their eyes to Carlos Correa. He's not being mentioned anywhere. Yeah, right. Which is which is ridiculous. Well, I, I, on the other hand, I think they're holding against him the fact that he's really had – He's, he's maybe they two. all the, maybe all these teams think he's going to resign with the Braves no matter what. Yeah. and he's had two good years and, and one particularly really good, year. good years. Yeah, really good years. But I think I think they don't believe that he's a he's in his star shortstop who's going to keep going like he has. But he's the last a guy who gets you into World Series and helps you win. Yeah, them. I, I agree. And I at totally the end agree. of the day, he's that's what leader. matters. I mean, I'd hate to see. What, I, I hate to lose in him. In his prime. He's gotten better the last two years. Yeah. Everybody loves player. him. And He's I, got a head of lettuce on his head yeah. that I'm jealous of. And the other thing is, think about this. Why, why would you spend $30 million a year to go get somebody to replace him? He's not worth thirty. Million. He's not going to get thirty million dollars a year. But if he leaves to go you somewhere to else, you're going to have to spend thirty million and, to get somebody else. And I want a Turner if they yeah, didn't so, get in. Mean, and I'll tell you what, eleven years—that's ridiculous. No, that's, Turner's hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's not lasting yeah. eleven years. But again, I think out of fear that if, if he does go somewhere else, then the Braves are going to say, "Oh Christ!" Now what? Now, now they're going to have to fill a gap, and they have somebody they can put in there. Probably. They have something they can put in but there, but it's still not as good. It. It's, it's going to. They start. Then here we go again in two or three, four years before he gets to and the All Star. You go get Xander Bogarts on the Red Sox. By the way, Kenley Jansen signed with the Red Sox this morning, so he's gone. Oh, really? Which is good. That's oh, no fine. kidding. Yeah, I guess that's he's all right. Good. But you have Bogarts. You're not going to get Correa. He does way too much money. He's yeah. not worth it. Uh, but uh, Bogarts, the Yankees want him, so you got to outbid the Yankees, yeah. who don't have a lot of money now after what they did. But it's well, and plus he's the team guy now. I mean, he's the. I, I don't know. I'm a little pessimistic. And the Braves have been really quiet during this uh, winter meeting. Although Andropoulos went to talk to him personally. And, Anthopoulos. Anthopoulos. What I call Andropoulos. Andropoulos. Yeah, Andropoulos. 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 What's the difference? Andropoulos. He used to run the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good he is. Karpapadopoulos. I don't. <laughs> <Papadopoulos>. <laughs> the girlfriend who died on me was Greek. Oh, I used to make yeah. fun of her and my Karpapadopoulos. Uh, anyway, uh, so I, I I hope they work something out. The National Lampoon wants to. 
did a little Ripley's Believe It or Not funny bit, and it shows some, it was a drawing of a Greek guy, and it said, uh, Anthony Papadopoulos is the only Greek living in New York City that does not own a diner. <laughs> <laughs> My little Greek girlfriend used to take me to a Greek diner every time we got together. It's good we'd food. Go to, I love, I love, uh, Feta I, cheese. I love, I, well, I love, I love, uh, lamb. I love lamb, oh, and, lamb. And, and the fried cheese and the lamb things. Oh, and stuff. Oh. And yeah, the, yeah, oh like my that. God. Yeah, it's there you stuff. go. Yeah. I'm not nuts about, about, uh, Greek pastry for some reason. I've never been a fan of Greek the, the, desserts. The dusty white cookie, meat. which I can never remember the name of, which They're is like dip it. For me. Oh yeah. my god! And I, I really don't. I'm not like a fig fan or whatever it is. You know what I've discovered? What? It was a Christmas tradition in our house for years because my mother loved them, and I grew to. Keebler made something called Danish wedding cookies. Did you ever have these? Where they did something I different. I remember the name. I don't remember little what they are. Little white cookies with are they like, like powder on there. No, there was a little cookies with like white powder, kind of like a hard version of the uh, beignets, oh. but much smaller, yeah. like a cookie. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I don't, they did I don't it like hard different cookies. by because the, they had little chocolate chips in them, which made them delicious. Uh, you could eat them like by a uh, thousand, right? And they quit making them. I ca- no, couldn't find them anywhere, and I went on the Keebler thing, and they don't even have them on their website anymore. How could you get rid of Danish wedding cookies? Well, I don't know. It's an outrage, I tell you. <laughs> I don't like it. No, sir, I don't I like it. I blame Joe Biden. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, if anybody knows, they can find uh, Keebler. Yeah. It came in a pink box. I'll be damned. Uh, a couple of uh, God, we, I'm, I'm feel like I'm dragging here. I don't know why. A couple of newsy things. I'm appalled by this business of uh, suspected child molester Chuck Schumer and Nancy Botoxi, who's going to go to hell when she dies, a black-hearted, soulless winch, um, uh, ha- giving out hero awards to the police officers on the January 6th uh, mostly peaceful protest. The only person who died was an innocent woman uh, whose crime was walking through an open window, shot by a police officer who overreacted, shot her in the neck and and those uh, p- cops who opened the doors for the protesters are now all heroes give me a freaking break uh, oh also you democrats who thought that uh, michael avenatti the porn lawyer the creepy <laughs> porn lawyer would be a great presidential candidate all those cnn uh, anchor people and the msnbc all the way and the view Anna, all of them and navarro compared him to jesus christ all of them he would be a wonderful presidential candidate standing up to donald trump and the people who yeah 14 years in prison <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to like that very much. <laughs> somebody, Ooh, somebody baby. said he was going to get, he wanted to get to the bottom of yeah. the sex crimes or something like he that. Will. So he will. He's going to have <laughs> not the way he wanted. Be on the bottom of the sex investigation. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, now tell me why this makes sense. Um, a former Miami Republican congressman who was doing work for Venezuela signed a $50 million consulting deal with Venezuela uh, working with Venezuela, trying to make sure that they would lower tensions with America, trying to get uh, rid of a legal dispute with an American oil company in Venezuela and end U.S. sanctions. And so Venezuela paid him a $50 million consulting fee to work for their benefit for America. Um, he has now been arrested in Atlanta and charged with money laundering and representing a foreign government without registering. Hmm. Gee, isn't that what Hunter Biden has been doing? And this is a former Republican congressman from Miami, and he is under arrest. Well, it worked because Biden just allows more yeah. drilling coming out of Venezuela, right. but and not here. Right. 
Remember, uh, President Stupid killed our drilling plans and even said again recently, no more drilling, no more drilling. Remember, at the podium, no more drilling, no more drilling. But he made a deal with Venezuela so they can keep drilling oil. Did you hear what he said a couple days ago? Yeah, when they had, when he said well, he was in Arizona. Yeah, you're going to Arizona. You're going to go to the border? Yeah, why, why, why don't you go to the border? You're so close right here. And he said, uh, we aren't going. Producer goes, why? He goes, uh, there's more important things yeah. going on. Got more things, more important things to do. You know, I got, and then he might he said, well, more important things to do. Budget. It was something about the more budget or something, but thing. it was more important things to do than the border. And again, well, we all know the it's issue. A, it's, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, it's just uh, the hypocrisy going after a former Republican congressman for working for a foreign government. And Hunter Biden's been doing it and the FBI's known it for three years. They had the laptop in 2019. The FBI had the, and still has it, as far as we know. Although uh, Chrissy Ray, the disgraced uh, uh, Atlanta FBI director, doesn't know where it is, apparently. You said also one, a Biden Jesus. administration informed the Republicans that they're going to destroy the evidence from Fast and Furious. They're going to destroy the guns. And Holly and them are going, no, you're not. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. You know, again, they're going to, they, they believe they can do what they want now. They can. I don't blame them. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they, they basically won the fall election and they won the Senate runoff. They stole the election in 2020. They've got, they're going to steal everyone they want because no one says a word, yeah. of, no one changes it. Nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Why over. wouldn't they keep doing it? I, it's over. Um, uh, oh, well, here's another, another great example. For example, uh, in Richmond, Virginia, a, a conservative Christian organization uh, scheduled to have their special dinner at a German-influenced restaurant in the Union Hill neighborhood of Richmond. Uh, and the, uh, rich, uh, the restaurant is owned by a woman named Brittany Anderson, who is a TV cooking show veteran for things like Top Chef and Chopped and so forth. And so the, uh, the uh, Christian uh, community organization, the Family Foundation, was hosting a dessert reception for their supporters. And the president wrote in a blog post describing what happened about an hour and a half before they were supposed to start the event. One of the restaurant's owners called the Family Foundation Group and canceled it. And uh, so the woman in charge of Family Foundation had to go on her, uh, tell her people, say, uh, they explained their guests were arriving at their restaurant shortly, and she asked for an explanation. An employee looked up our reservation and said, it's been canceled. And the reason it was canceled is because the owner of the place said, we have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe and this was driving force behind our decision. Our staff and people are members of the LGBTQ plus community, and they are people with rights who deserve dignity and a safe work environment. We respect our staff's established rights as humans and strive to create a work environment where they can do their jobs with dignity, comfort, and safety. And obviously, if you are a Christian group called the Family Foundation, you are not welcome in our restaurant because you make our employees feel unsafe. 
I have no problem with that. <laughs> well, my well, only problem is they you waited. Can't stop a web designer from that's not right. designing a web design for the right. or a bakery from that's making right. a cake with penises on it for two gay guys. I have a problem. They waited to the last minute and they left them in the lurch. But I, this is what the whole thing. Remember, Chick Fil A came out against uh, same-sex marriage, right. and all the left went nuts. And how yeah. dare you, blah blah. And my point was, okay, would you rather what Chick Fil A did, so you know, and you have a choice to go there or not, yeah. or would you rather do what McDonald's and Burger King do, which they don't tell you what they're doing yeah and, and you may be supporting them when they may be against everything you believe in now i know not to go to that restaurant yeah i can, I can make a choice well the, pro- the only problem is you better have a very good specific legal argument because otherwise you can say all right no more serving black people well, then you're going to get sued because that's against the law. Well, okay, but why is it against the law? It's against because it's based, against the law. Okay, but it's also against the law to discriminate against people based on uh, sex, religion, and so on and so forth. So why can this restaurant say you can't? Well, not everywhere, but well, it is no, everywhere wait, against race. Well, but you, you just said philosophically, you believe in a restaurant's right to not serve anybody they don't want to. No, I said this religion thing. I didn't say because it was the same sex thing. I didn't say there about are, race because you know what? You're not going to win that. There are ever. laws against discrimination. I, I, every, I, I'll bet you every state in America has a law against discrimination against race, sex, or, g- or gender. I think that but when a, a Ku Klux Klan shows up and you're arrested and he says, no, you can't come in here. Is the state going to make them have the Klan go in there and have a meeting? Well, if you're going to make, the, if you're going to say you can keep out Christians, you can keep out Klansmen. I'm just saying. And black people. You and ain't going to win that. And sports writers. <laughs> well, I should always keep out well, sports writers. radio broadcaster, no, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, whatever happened to no shoes, no shirt, no service? And the no, owner I, refuses. I uh, the owner uh, 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 has the right to refuse service to anyone. I, I'm all signs? with you on this. I think that's what it should be, <coughs> including racially. Because well, then you know, well, I'm never going there, and you'll right. put them out of business. Well, the only, the only possible good news is that the United States Supreme Court, as we speak, has just taken the course of the web designer again in Colorado. Here we go again, same bakery location was Colorado, on whether the web designer, who by the way, is not discriminating against people who are gay or tranny or anything else, she's discriminating against being forced to design something that's against her religion, right. not against the people who want it. She doesn't care if you're gay, but if you want me to design a website uh, showing uh, two men having gay sex together, I'm not going to do it. And she was sued, and so it was a wedding website. By the way, I didn't even know they had wedding websites, but anyway, uh, so now that case is going to the Supreme Court. And they may finally have, uh, someone's going to have to decide whether a private business has the right to not serve anybody they damn well please. I mean, that's the basic issue. If I own a company and I didn't, I, if you walk in here with bare feet or something or, you know, a, a scraggly beard and I just don't like the looks, you you know, can I say, you know, just get out of my store. Just, I, I, I don't like anything about you. Just, you know, get out. I'm having a bad day. Get out of my store. I'm not selling you anything. Do you have the right to do that? I think you should. Uh, but, uh, uh, here we, I mean, we, again, we're getting re- really specific now. If this was a real free country, yeah. Because yeah. well, then you knew, you're douchebags, I don't have to go here, and, and I'm going to tell everybody else you're you a douchebag. And you can make your decisions on what to do based right. on, on that, which I don't have a problem with either. Uh, the other thing is, <laughs> one more quick thing about this January 6th crap, and I'm tired of it. Uh, the so-called House uh, Committee attacking the uh, Ashley Babbitt mostly peaceful uh, day on January 6th are now uh, making criminal referrals to the Justice Department. They will not disclose whether the target is Donald Trump, whether his name is among the people they say should be referred to the Justice Department. It's not up to this committee. It's up to the uh, federal prosecutors whether to pursue charges as suggested by this committee. 
Uh, one contempt of Congress charge has been lodged and finally and done against Steve Bannon returned in an indictment and so forth in his trial. But anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll find out whether they mentioned Donald Trump on this later. Also, uh, they're now, especially Jack Smith in Washington is going after more stuff. They want everybody in Michigan, Arizona, and Wisconsin who had any communication with Donald Trump's campaign in the 2020 election to turn over by subpoena all of their communications with Donald Trump and his campaign to find out whether he tried to do get them to do something illegal. God almighty. Fucking assholes. <sighs> I mean, what? How soon are they out of power? Um, oh, a couple weeks? Yeah, January. Uh, uh, a couple quickie things here. Never forget this, by the way. Yeah, about, absolutely. About any of those, what, what's her name? The Cheneys? Never yeah, remember Liz what Cheney. the Cheneys have done to this country. Yeah. Never forget that. That's right. The, 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 the Republicans who turned on us and did this to I America. Want their, I want their family from <laughs> here to eternity driven into the ground. Yeah. Out of business, yeah. out of power, never have anything more to do with any of the Cheneys. Another quick example of, of what's happening with these liberals and the wokeness. Um, there's a, big, a huge article you may have seen in the Washington Post where now Shark Week is being blasted. Again, Washington Post is not covering the Twitter schedule where they would show that the FBI and the big tech and the administration were in cahoots to try to change an election. I mean, they're not even covering the biggest scandal in American history, by the way, a, a coup that worked, basically. Uh, but they are covering Shark Week as overwhelmingly featuring white men uh, and especially white men, white men named Mike. I'm not making this up. Yeah. And the headline. Uh, the uh, Public Library of Science led by Allegheny College professor Lisa Whitenack uh, observed the uh, programming emphasizes negative messages on Shark Week. Uh, sharks lack useful messaging about sharks and featured white men as experts, including several with the same name. Um, uh, biologists love sharks as a kid who used Shark Week, she says, but uh, when scientists appeared on her TV screen, she didn't see any women she could look up to. I don't come from a family of scientists. I didn't see many people look like me. Uh, so she uh, did an investigation and found that an awful lot of these Shark Week experts were white guys named Mike. <laughs> he said, obviously, there's a conspiracy. Yeah, that's it, yeah. A discrimination on the part of the Discovery Channel. When my field is more than half women, maybe it's not an accident that anymore that they're only featuring white men Bullshit. and Shark Week. I watched Shark Week, and a half of it was mostly They've women. He's got girls in and there. And by the way, Mike Rowe, who, who's hosted it yeah, several times. builder guy. Came on uh, today and goes, now hold a second here. Yeah, hold it out. How does Mike Tyson, who did a whole week, how does he feel about it? How about Kevin Hart, yeah. who did a whole thing? How about Shaquille, who did a whole thing? And Please. speaking of guys named Mike, is it Michael Jordan, yeah. Michael Jackson, how many black guys have yeah. you known named Mike? Believe me, it's just. The Rock just did the whole week. Right. But again, basically. Here's your leftist media. And it's a guy named. an issue out of white men on Shark Week. And it's an Asian guy who wrote the yeah. thing. And that's a story, but not the, du the, uh, the dump what? of Twitter. There's not a lot of black oceanographers. You know why? Because they don't want to be. They want to be in the water. They haven't decided yeah. that's what they want to do right now. Yeah. But we're going to force them to do it. Yeah. Well, they it's better another, get some more. But this time it's an Asian guy telling black people what they should be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we and, know and, better. And condemning white America for being racist by having Shark Week uh, commentators. Named Mike. Oh As God. if there's no black yeah. people named Mike. Mike. <laughs> uh, one of my other favorites, uh, Twitter up, uh, uproar over uh, blazing saddles. Uh, the 1970s, and I have, I have, one of my saved movies is Blazing Saddles. It's just uh, unedited. It's just one of the great movies of all time. Well, uh, Mel Brooks uh, is a comic genius 
And uh, people are saying, well, you know, uh, the film's targets don't realize the jokes are made at their expense. Um, one guy said, Blazing Saddles uh, was one of the movies that could never be made today. Uh, we weren't always so uptight with each other. A movie like that could not be made today. Uh, another user said, the movie will probably trigger most 24-year-olds today into a coma. It's like a nonstop, a nonstop barrage of race and sexism jokes. It wouldn't make it into any Hollywood movie today. A meme that touted those who grew up watching Mel Brooks films and aren't easily offended was criticized by many as an indication they did not understand the movie's underlying satire. Uh, every time Blazing Saddles starts trending, it exposes two groups of people. Those who understood it's a satire on racism and using it as a means to show how silly and wrong it is, and those who enjoy or engage in racism and think it's a trailblazer for getting away with bad <laughs> racist humor. Uh, it's trending because everybody is smugly telling everybody else that it's satire as if, as if this was some kind of a surprise. They're all talking about other people who don't get it, and yet I don't see any of those other people... On my timeline, saying they do get it. HBO has now slapped a trigger warning on, on blazing saddles uh, for anybody who gets to watch it, especially college kids. Because as uh, uh, some college professor in Chicago uh, said, uh, uh, viewer, this film features racist language and attitudes espoused by characters who are explicitly portrayed as narrow-minded, ignorant bigots. Uh, well, no kidding, you freaking idiot. I mean, it's, just, it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I know. It is. Uh, you know, up yours, and we're, you know, this Richard Pryor wrote it, <laughs> for God's sake. I mean, come on. It's hysterical. I was reading anyway. a, a Sports Illustrated column yesterday about uh, some shooting or something, the New Mexico State shooting, which, which it seems like that the coaches at New Mexico State basketball team were covering up for the shooter and hiding the gun. Oh, boy. Uh, and, that's, and at the very far, they had a trigger warning, a, a, a warning from the editor, this uh, article contains gun violence. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, all right, hold on a second. I got my wave was like, oh, oh. Well, uh, while you're looking, yeah, farmhouseprintingco.com for all your printing needs. You need to do it right now. Farmhouseprintingco.com. In time for Christmas, we're talking, you order one t shirt, you can order a thousand. They'll do t shirts and coffee mugs and tumblers and anything you need, pamphlets, bills, whatever you need to do. They have it right there for all your printing needs. Farmhouseprintingco.com right here in Sonoya, Georgia. They deliver. It's Eric and the gang are just wonderful. They do all our printing needs here at the uh, Kimmer Show and Holy Crap at Sports. And anything you need, they will do for you. Farmhouseprintingco.com. What, in fact, I've got several presents I'm uh, looking forward to getting very, very soon in order to have a little happy Christmas. And they've done beautiful work, as they always have. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win.
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. A quick update. Remember the story of the case in Virginia in Loudoun County? where a boy who uh, dressed like a girl wearing a skirt went into a girl's bathroom in uh, the Loudoun County Public School, raped a girl. The boys or the girl's father found out about it, went to the school board and complained, and as I recall, got arrested for being uh, you know, out of order, even though his daughter had been raped by a boy dressed like a girl in the girl's bathroom. The uh, superintendent and the school board, uh, well, first of all, the principal and the people in the school transferred the tranny, the rapist tranny, to another school where he did it again. And then they kicked him out of that one, and he went somewhere else, and apparently was still in trouble a third time. Uh, He's still alive? Still alive somehow. What'd you have to say? Well, a uh, a, a public... um, ombudsman has now done, uh, done an investigation and found that the uh, after the school board was accused of covering up a sexual assault by a gender fluid quote student and letting him transfer Freak. to another school wearing a wearing a skirt when he assaulted a girl in the in the female west restroom, uh, prompting criticism of the school's transgender policy. Uh, a special grand jury report agreed the school displayed a stunning lack of openness, transparency, and accountability both to the public and the special grand jury about how they reacted. They condemned the superintendent who just got fired last night uh, for denying any knowledge of the assault when they had a school board meeting, even though they all knew it had happened, and he freaking just lied about it. Uh, Forty witnesses testified. They showed the school officials privately met to talk about the original initial assault and their policy of trans gender kids using whatever bathroom they feel like, including any locker room they feel like, and the officials displayed, quote, intentional institutional amnesia when they were asked about the events and the details of what happened. Uh, we, we never really... The Dr. Fauci not, thing? Yeah. I do not recall. Yeah, that's not, I don't remember it that way. I think, no, I, we, I don't think we were talking about that. You know, that's all you have to say, and you're clear. Tom Brady defense. Jesus. <laughs> I... I don't know. Deflate, they, I deflate mean, what? what? Uh, it's, it's just, it's wrong in every freaking way. Let's see. I uh, now, why from. can't I find my... Oh, Cellini. I stole it from Cellini. Uh, I'm very upset. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Uh, here we go. One, one more new thing from our leftist woke people in, yes, uh, in Washington. They have now come out with a new uh, federal program... 
Mm -hmm. uh, this week, the parent company of the popular toy Elf on the Shelf announced a new extension to their product called Antifa on a Shelf. Yes, the Antifa-themed doll that burns down a different part of your house every night while the family sleeps. <laughs> we wanted a product offering for our communist revolutionary customers who wish to celebrate Christmas, said Lumastilla Company President Mike Champion. This rascally toy promises the most surprises of any of our shelf dwellers to prepare for all the protests for racial justice You'll need more than some cardboard for your windows. It's our most peaceful toy yet. They're calling this the Comrade Jingles. Young children can anticipate fun, new destruction from the activist toy every morning, from torched dollhouses to burned-out and overturned Hot Wheels cars. Yes, it's a violent doll characterized as a lovable prankster. Parents are encouraged to ask their kids to predict which parts of the house will be smoking wreckage when they scamper out of bed each day to locate the roguish vandal and inspect the new destruction. The Lumistella Company has partnered with Vice President Carmela Sidepiece, the shipless vice president to deny the presence of graffiti, broken windows, or arson committed by the mischievous elf and bail out any toy company executives deemed responsible. Well, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get my Antifa on the shelf. Dear God. And Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, the, uh, the Indian black non-white woman from The Office played, uh, what the hell what was her name? Uh, Oh, the psycho, anyway, whatever. Uh, very she's actually a very famous comedian and writer. She's yeah. a producer and writer. She's, in fact, she wrote a bunch of those office episodes. So you know who I'm talking about, Mindy Kaling. Uh, and she, did, she, had, she was in movies, a very famous girl. She was just talking with the people and said, you know, we could never make The Office today. Could never no. even could never make the office today. Uh, for examples of when when uh, Michael was uh, was trying to hit on one of the two Asian waitresses at the Benihana's, yeah. but he couldn't tell them apart, so he put an, a mark on one of them's arm with a magic marker. Uh, when he had, you know, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the things he's you know, gay porn, looking at the sending it along to the. I mean, all, uh, almost every episode had something. Uh, and Mindy Kaling said the problem is our, we couldn't do even do it today because our culture has changed so much. And I got to realize, wait a minute, the office went off only nine years ago it's only nine years and we've changed so much as america we, that we couldn't changed. even do that they have changed i'm just, I'm just going to say wait a minute we haven't changed and Ricky Gervais says it all the time, and Bob, Bill Burr says all the time. Yeah. You go out outside of the crazy places, and no one's, everybody's yeah. the same, and they're all yeah. nice, and they're all getting along with each other. It's only in the crazy little places that are controlling yeah. things that people are nuts. And it's because the crazies are, are the people that have big tech, big media, uh, social media. Democrats. And schools, education, the military now, advertising, movies, Everything. media. What? There's, oh, there's a, some guy was going on uh, about Glenn, Glenn Greenwald and Matt Taibbi said, yeah, you guys are just, you know, you're, you're basically, you're, you're, you're worshiping and you're supporting power. And Greenwald says, let me get this straight. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Every single thing you just said is yeah. on your side. <coughs> what power are we supporting? Yeah, exactly. Well, when they say they, they want to eliminate, uh, they want to uh, uh, challenge the free speech by eliminating speech that uh, they don't agree with. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I mean, uh, like we say, they keep attacking people for doing what they're doing and and, and when it yeah. flips it they apparently Don't get away get with it and never apologize uh, a couple of quick birthdays jennifer carpenter played deborah morgan on dexter and she's done a bunch of things uh, and by the way dexter uh, was her ex-husband 
They were actually married. They got married. Yeah, yeah. they got divorced now, though. 43, she's Deborah. Uh, Sarah Bareilles, uh, the love song and brave uh, singer, 43. She's, yeah, she's, she got off Twitter because she was so angry. Good. Well, then yeah. one less Twitter. We have an opening on Twitter. We have an opening on Twitter. Uh, Terrell Owens, or is it Terrell Owens? I, I never can remember. 49, National Football League Hall I of Famer. I didn't mention his birthday date because I can't remember his damn uh, name. Played 15 seasons, by the way. Good. Uh, here's what Flounders Guy said about C. Thomas Howell. You know, I, I was going to Google him and I forgot. He, I remember him, he was in a kid. Part actor, of the Brad the, Pack kind of. Well, yeah. Kind of a Brad Pack guy, but here's what Flounder's uh, history guy said about him. Quote, C. Thomas Howell is 56. He will always be pony boy. Stay gold. He got in trouble that about 20 years ago where he did blackface in a movie where he pretended to be black in college. Really? And but what's Pony Boy and Stay Gold? I, that must be some kind of a gay it's, thing. No, it's from a movie and I don't remember. Was it The Outsiders? I don't know. It's probably the outside. I don't know. With who? C. Thomas Howell. I mean, there's a lot of stars in The Outsiders that became Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was with Pony Boy. Pony the, the, Boy. Yeah, yeah, Pony yep, Boy. That's yep. what it was. From the book and movie. Okay. Yeah. I never saw it. Uh, Larry Bird, Hall of Famer. Larry, Larry Bird against Magic. You know, what a what a great comparison Two of the greatest two. athletes of all time. Yeah. Larry Bird and Johnny Bench born on this day. Johnny Bench. Uh, Larry Bird is 66. Johnny Bench, 75. Maybe the best catcher the, ever. To, in my mind, the greatest catcher of all time. Of course, we didn't really know much about Roy Campanella. I mean, guys back no, before that, but uh, yeah, probably so. I, I think probably all told everything. But, but there have been a couple, you know, Molina. There have been a couple of good oh, catchers in the last 20 ones. years, too. Yeah, But Bench has got to be the uh, best. To me, it's him and then Yogi Berra right behind him because Yogi was a winner. It didn't matter. He won. Yeah, won, that's won, true. Won. And the catcher runs the team, too. And that was back when they were more important than ever because managers weren't calling all the stuff that they're calling today. Yeah, the catchers managers are calling every pitch now. Almost, yeah. I mean, well, look at that. Look at the dugouts. Every single pitch, you see a manager's going like this. He's t- every lucky. single pitch. I know. I know. Anyway, uh, Ellen Burstyn, the actress. Uh, she was the mom in The Exorcist. Uh, Alice mm-hmm. doesn't live here anymore. Ellen Burstyn is 90. Good actress. Priscilla Barnes. Oh, hi, little kitty. Yeah, he's back. Hi, little boy. He's writing about my papers. Hi, little boy. Uh, Priscilla Barnes is 64. He let me pet him. Okay. <laughs> uh, she was in Three's Company as one of the uh, other uh, later She replaced actresses. Suzanne Summers, Suzanne Summers yeah. I think. Who yeah. did the thigh master. <laughs> she wasn't as good as... No. Uh, Patrick Fabian, you know that name? Nope. He was in Better Call Saul. You know him now. He was the blonde lawyer that didn't have a good ending at the end there with the... Uh, oh, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. He was the good-looking blonde lawyer in the in the Jaguar that Harry they Hamlin, set up. or what was his yeah, name? Harry, yeah, uh, yeah. Henry something. or... Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Patrick Fabian's his name, and he's 58 today. Howard. Howard. Howard, Howard the lawyer. Yep. Uh, this, of course, Pearl Harbor Day, we mentioned that. 1836, Martin Van Buren was elected president on this day in 1836, making him the first American president actually born an American citizen. Hmm. He was called the Little Magician because he stood five feet six, but he was still taller than James Madison, who was five feet four and a hundred pounds. Wow. It's funny how I never knew anything about that. Small. 1787, Delaware became the first state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Figures. Home of President Dumbo. Uh, giving us uh, the crime family. Uh, 1946, fire at the uh, the uh, Weinkauf Hotel in Atlanta. America's worst hotel fire disaster, 1946. 119 people died in the inferno, including the founder, Frank. The alleyway is supposedly haunted, too. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, A couple quickies. 2005, somebody found the metal. What's that? 
Nothing. Uh, somebody found the medal from the British Empire that John Lennon gave back. It was in a vault at St. Jane's Palace. Lennon returned the MBE medal in 1969, and 36 years later, with a note that read, they found it, Your Majesty, I'm returning my MBE as a protest against Britain's involvement in the Nigeria Biafra thing, against our support of America in Vietnam, and against cold turkey slipping down the charts. <laughs> with love, John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. That song. Yeah, uh, historians God. were calling for the medal to be put on public display. It's historical. It's historic. Uh, 1967, Otis Redding went into the studio to record Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Otis Redding wrote the first verse of the song while he was on a houseboat in Walton Point, Sausalito, California. I used to go there every weekend on my Harley and have a cheeseburger with a fried egg on top of it in Sausalito, California, uh, for a couple years in the 80s. Uh, Otis Redding had just appeared at the Monterey Pop Festival, and that familiar whistling you hear at the end of the song when it fades out that was uh, Otis Redding just fooling around uh, in the studio and then he told his buddies all right I gotta take off but I'll be back to the studio later to record the words for that part and three days later he died in a plane crash I met filling in for you one day at the last place <laughs> I, I made the mistake of saying have you ever listened to the lyrics of that song what a shiftless lazy <laughs> oh boy I'm just sitting here I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting here. watching I don't like people telling me what to do no, so I'm just going like to sit here orders and there shit a, uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is kind of an adult thing so uh -oh. kind of warning now no uh, there was a round table discussion with uh, Chris Rock Louis C.K. and oh. Jerry Sanf Seinfeld. Oh, my God. And Louis C.K. was talking about how stupid shit that would make him laugh. Like, he'd see bad acts on stage. And he said, one night there was this guy with a guitar who was awful. But he said, he sang the funniest thing. And he goes... <clears throat> Sitting on a cock cause I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them just started busting out laughing. But, well, as long as we're going to say something bad. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, no, we got to edit this out for the. I'm not going to put this on uh, playback, but no, the other thing what, what, that, got, um, uh, that got. Uh, uh, who's the cowboy uh, uh, from New York? Uh, uh, the morning show guy, famous Don Imus. Don yeah, Imus. Uh, had his musical guy doing, doing a bit uh, for a Christmas carol. This is really bad. Go for so it. So we're going to have to, I mean, this is really bad. But if you're live, I'm apologizing in advance. It's a Christmas again, show. This is what Why he not? said. This is what he, uh, and he had his guy sing the Christmas carol. Yes, sir. Which was the following. He came upon a midnight queer with glorious fonts of all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's you know, really it's pretty bad. When of the three of us, I'm the classy one right yeah. now. All right, last, <laughs> last historical note, and I guess we'll have to edit out that middle part for the radio playback. Uh, 1967, the Beatles opened their Apple Boutique on Baker Street in London. Seven months later, they shut it down and closed it forever. It seems that the, uh, the company ran afoul of the local council for the Beatles at the Apple Boutique because it had a psychedelic mural painted on the outside. And the city council in London hated it, so they said, you're going to have to get rid of it. And the Beatles said, screw you, we're giving away everything. Yeah. So people lined up overnight, to and they gave away everything in the store and closed it down. Just gave it away. <laughs> Good for them. Great we can be able to do that. Anyway, that's uh, the story of life as we speak. Kimmer Flounder, are y'all enjoying Ragfirv? Ragfirv? 
Ragfear. R-H-A-G-F-Y-R. Ragfear. Did not know I was enjoying it, sir. Yeah, I'm what sorry. is it? That's the Welsh word for December. Oh. Which literally means before the shortest day. The shortest day is December 30, uh, 21st. All right. Are you enjoying also, every once in a while, going to your hibernacle? Hibernacle, which would be a place where you take a nap, I'm guessing? Close. Or? It's a winter retreat or hiding place away from the world. Yeah, a winter That's retreat. a good word for it. Okay. Yeah, my couch. Yeah, I like it. Have you gone out to somebody uh, lately and warzelmented them? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It sounds like a Biden a little warzelment. <laughs> warzelment is a word for sycophantic flattery. <laughs> you're trying to I'm warzelmenting. We do that kind of crap all the time. Knock off the warzelment. <laughs> And finally, <laughs> Cameron, this is what you need to learn to do. <laughs> yes. You need to dedoliate more. Dedoliate? Dedoliate more. What do you think that means? Probably have somebody else do my stuff. No. No. It means to cease to be unhappy. Oh, I'm always happy. That's right. You're when do you ever happy. see me without a smile That's on my true. face? That's true. I mean, think about it. Okay, I'll take the smile right off your face. All right, please do. <clears throat> According to Wayne King, yeah. the summer of 2069... Yeah. Is now closer to us than the summer of 1969. Yeah, that's not that's not right. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's, I'm sorry, it's not right. That that's amazing. 1992 was 30 years ago. I mean, that's not right either. Uh, Bill says, "God help us if a Kimmer ever has to have hemorrhoid surgery." <laughs> I'll show you everything. What does he mean by that? I don't. I don't <laughs> Thank say. you. And finally, Lindsay has a little critique. Lindsay. She All starts right. off like she she oh starts God. off warzelmenting us. Now? <laughs> a little warzelment. Oh, Love you guys. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> a little feedback. Oh God. The sneezing, coughing, and even <laughs> chewing, that's me, sorry, is really not bothersome. But the belching, however, is so very gross. <laughs> do I belch? Who's been belching? Bel twice in the last month, I have, while you're oh. talking, I've just let go. And yeah, I, I guess that's so. Me. I Once again, I, I've been getting I'm not going to do it for anymore. Some reason yeah, here. you have been doing the hiccups a lot. And it's only here. I know. I never get the hiccups unless I'm here. I can't be the cat. You're allergic to cats. Nah, it's I've never obvious. Had a cat. I've had cats all my life. Bad text theater. Cat. Bad text theater. Bad text theater. What date are we on right we now? We are November six. All right. Starts off with publisher's note. I am personally horrified by this next. Yeah, I, I, yeah there's my note. I'm personally <laughs> horrified by this joke. Oh God, let me read it and see how bad it is. <laughs> Oh boy, are you the first guy or the second guy? I'll be the, uh, I'll, since you wrote it, I'll be the second guy. All right, I'll be the first guy. Hence, hence, kill him. A guy in a wheelchair just stole my lunch and wheeled away. Did you say something to him? Yeah. I yelled, you can hide, but you can't run. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I stole my girlfriend's wheelchair from her, but she'll be back. <laughs> Something I don't know. Uh, huh? All right, boys. <laughs> we may have to edit the last 15 minutes of this show. Yeah, the whole show. Every, everything will stay in. Everything Start will stay in. Start over on Friday. <laughs> Cindy just put an emoji, probably from one of the things you just did, yeah. of a face going... Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe I ate o the face. whole thing. O All face. right, folks. Enjoy. Have a good one. Hoorah, supper fire. Gotta go. You're killing me. <laughs> all right. Uh, and uh, Friday, we do it all over again. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, and whatever you can God do, we're very grateful. Adios and have fun.